0: Welcome to the Villa Pill Podcast. This is your host and writer for your entertainment corner, Kelsey Loisel. And uh, with me today is my co-host.
1: Uh, managing editor and writer at ScreenGeek.net, Mark Salcedo. Hi, Mark. Hi.
0: How you doing? I'm doing all right. I have to ask you something. Okay. You know about all my aches and pains all the time? Mm. Like my neck or like sometimes my knee hurts. Mm. I realized something. Okay. And it really specifically has to do with you. Oh, Okay. My corns always hurt when they're near a monster.
1: <laughs> Stop hanging out with your daughter then.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't have a choice. <laughs> There's always a choice. <clears throat>
0: Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Um, we are at The Real Appeal. That's two E's and real. And you can email us at at gmail.com, And if you could please review us on iTunes so we can get noticed more. And uh this week we are doing the news, our recent review of Godzilla vs. Kong. Try this, not that. And our geriatric cinematic of 1962's King Kong versus Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark, what's the topic?
1: Can we all just get along? No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, a couple of kaiju monsters got got along for a little bit.
0: Yeah, they're not humans.
1: What does that say about us?
0: No one can get along. That's what it says.
1: You know, I'm, I'm going to quote. I'm going to quote uh, something I heard from an idiot. why and those those words were this movie taught me what it felt like to be human
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh man
1: that dude was stupid
0: (laughs) and he'll remain anonymous because we don't even know his name i know i know um so uh do you want to get started with the news
1: uh yeah, so Warner Brothers will be returning to theatrical releases in 20, 2022, uh, ending their HBO Max experiment. Um so the news came out a little while ago that Warner Brothers had inked a new deal with Regal Cinemas, uh owner CineWorld, uh the second largest theater chain in the world. Um theaters the movies are coming back in theaters in 2022. Um, but what happened was that They've changed the window now, so it's gonna be shorter. Uh, Regal will have a 45 to five day theatrical exclusive, ex- exclusivity window, <laughs> which is half about uh, the 90 day standards that's been going on for years. So, that's that's interesting. I honestly thought, um, I knew they weren't because I, I remember you and I had a talk about this like a while ago.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I knew they weren't gonna really, um, like go back to the norms,
2: mm-hmm. like
1: of just like taking that streaming thing, that streaming opportunity, away that like we pretty much have come uh, have already grown acc- accustomed to. Um, but I'm actually I'm surprised that uh, they've shortened it. I kind of thought there was still gonna be something like day and day. Um
0: What's that? Oh
1: well, day and day. It's like what they do now. Like for example, like you know King Kong, mm-hmm. King Kong versus um, Godzilla, or oh, I'm sorry, Godzilla versus King Kong. Um, like when it uh, premiered on HBO Max, we could have went to the theater the same day to go watch it as well. Oh, okay. Uh, same thing that they did, they did for like Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, Judas and the set of Black Messiah, um, and the rest of the pretty much what they're doing for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you thought they were gonna continue that?
1: I I know they were not gonna get rid of it because like it was like what's what's the term uh, the cats out of the bag or whatever mm-hmm. like. You know the juice is loose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, like. I don't. Like, I honestly don't think this will ever go away. Now,
0: like, but, well, it seems like it kind of is, though. Like they've shortened the window. I mean, but yeah, they have
1: shortened the window. But, sure, but I, honestly, I I think it might even get shorter and shorter. I mean, like Paramount, for example, um, their blockbuster films, Mission Impossible Seven, um, they're gonna have like a thirty day window before it's on streaming services. Um, what else? Looks like uh, Universal has signed a similar deal with AMC and Cinemark. Uh, opening, let me see, for films opening less than fifty million dollars domestically, will hit paid video service in 17 days after they debut. That can be, v- that might be something very bad, because um, people might be like, oh, um, this movie's coming out. I'll just wait until I'll just wait until it comes streaming, and then they start like. The revenue starts drying up because people are just like, oh, I can just wait seventeen days. I can wait thirty days or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Especially like now, like people um, are still scared to go to the theater.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, they're scared to go to public places, even though we're getting the vaccines out and stuff like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I don't know. I, I like I wouldn't be surprised if like this, like these dates keep changing. Like it might be twenty days, ten days, th- straight thirty days across the board or something like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we have to wait and see. I, I, don't know. Like I'm not really too heartbroken about this because, like the whole experiment ending, because um, you know you and myself we love going to the theater anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, we you and I were just talking about like oh we you know it'd be nice if we saw Godzilla and Kong. Yeah, we you know, totally. The
0: I think we would have watched it. Yeah,
1: yeah, if it, yeah,
0: if it wasn't sold out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's there's something that came up on about um, Dune um that Kelsey found Kelsey if you want to take that
0: sure um so Dune is scheduled to be on HBO Max release I mean HBO Max or they it's supposed to but the plan could change because of the success of Godzilla versus Kong Mm -hmm. um so legendary and I forgot the guy's first name but his last name is oh
1: Dennis yeah Dennis Villeneuve
0: yeah, they, they've both brought, like, lawsuits and stuff against yeah. Warner Brothers. It's kind of quieted down, but they're still talking about whether it's going to release on HBO Max mm. or just go exclusively to theaters because there's been such a long road to getting this movie made. mm mm-hmm. Um, I think they're kind of paying more attention to this one and trying to, I think, maybe handling it with, like, kid gloves. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's so important. you got to do it right because it was, it's taken such a long time for one. And two, they're hoping that if this is successful, mm-hmm. um, that it'll launch a franchise.
1: Yeah, from what I read, uh, Dennis uh, Villeneuve had said that he had planned for Dune to be at least, like, I think like at least three pictures because it's like a massive book. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like, I mean, wh- I remember seeing the trailers for Dune. Now it's just like, yo, I got to see some theaters. This is going to be fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um,
0: so it was originally supposed to come out in December of 2020 mm-hmm. and they moved it to October 2021, mm-hmm. which is, like, I guess, the same weekend that Batman. The Batman was supposed to release. Oh shit! So that yeah, film got pushed get, into 2022, and
1: they just got done filming that movie too,
0: which fucking sucks. Because I'm actually kind of interested in that one because of uh, Robert Padson.
1: Yeah, and Matt Reeves is a really great director. He did, he did the um, the Planet of the Apes films, and those mm-hmm. movies are really fucking great.
0: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they're um they're still kind of talking about it, and because. Of the success of Godzilla versus Kong, mm-hmm. um, and it's from the same uh, studio.
1: Yeah, yeah, legendary. What, yeah,
0: that's not a studio, is it?
1: Yeah, legendary studio, Le- legendary pictures. So what's WB? W, legend, uh, WB is like,
0: like I feel like legendary would be uh, like the Pixar.
1: Yeah, if you I mean if you if you think about it, like Warner Brothers is like the big, it's like the big thing, and then Legendary is under under the umbrella they do like uh they do bigger but also smaller films too
0: gotcha um yeah so since it's from the same studio mm-hmm. they're hoping that the success of godzilla vs kong will give them some leverage in trying to get mm-hmm. um dune into theaters exclusively without the hbo release
1: yeah i read somewhere that uh worldwide godzilla vs kong may like 285 million dollars or something like that, so mm. it's still a success. Um, it, I know it's it was a success on HBO Max, you know. Um, one, one of the reasons is that people actually finished the movie, unlike that Schneider cut,
2: mm-hmm. you know, I
1: has got to make a dick as fuck that movie. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, they there's there's still they're seeing that there still is a market for like people to go to the theaters, they're kind of like still doing it anyway. Um, I remember when we We walked by the AMC theater, uh, our local AMC theater, and we saw Kong. We saw one. It was like, holy shit, theater's open? Fuck, I forgot. (laughs) Um, But I remember seeing like the three times that uh, the three, uh, what's it called? Uh, Showings. Mm -hmm. The time showing, yeah. Um, That uh, for for Godzilla vs. Kong, it was like sold out. Mm-hmm. and there was a part of me I was like Damn, if it wasn't sold out we probably would have watched it
0: but the funny thing is we didn't even think to look at like other <laughs> theater <laughs> yeah. schedules because we're so used to not having that <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly we're like I right, would we'll just watch on TV <laughs> That's gonna be a lot of people's mentality
0: it's sold out I'm we'll
1: just gonna watch on TV <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um do you want to date the next one
1: uh yeah yeah. my, my boy uh, my homie Ryan Johnson inked a deal with Netflix for his Knives Out uh sequels and Nizel out two and three um, he's getting paid four hundred million dollars because Netflix was like give me that movies give me them give me them all um, they they're, they're closing they're close they're closing the deal uh, my guess is like it's like done and done
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, so sources have said the deal worth a uh, net uh, uh, net worth of uh, $400 million, make it one of the biggest streaming movies deals in history. Um, there was actually like a discreet auction going off for that movie. It was uh, it was Netflix, Apple, and Amazon. Mm. Um, I remember we reviewed Knives Out and I know we were kind of like all right on it. That, like We found some kind of like glaring issue. I know there's a lot, a lot of other people who are just like, oh, I loved it. This, this, and that, and everything um
0: like if you turn your brain off it's kind of fun and if you can focus on some of the acting yeah it's fun but like if you really want to if you're a cinephile you're not going to love the film
1: yeah i anything i i kind of want to rewatch it just to see if i still have the same feelings towards as as uh as i did when we first reviewed it Mm. um because i you know i love ryan johnson like i watch anything that that dude makes you know you know he like i said this these sequels is for these sequels, $400 million. And a lot of people consider this the guy who destroyed the Star Wars franchise, the worst Star Wars of the recent trilogy. Like, yo, fuck you. <laughs> that dude's got paid. <laughs> 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 um, I'm stoked for this. Like I said, anything Ryan Johnson does, I'm there. Um,
0: you know, Daniel Craig's coming back, so he gets
1: to yeah. listen to, you know, Foghorn Leghorn. Yes, Foghorn Leghorn. I. You know, as I, as I kind of like replay his role in that movie in my head, I kind of like like it more and more because it's just it's just so fucking ridiculous.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, looking
1: forward to that. There's no word, uh, there's no word out like what's the sequel going to be about, when production production's going to start, or anything. But like, the de- most just likely
0: that Daniel Craig's going to be back.
1: Yeah, yeah. So most likely the deal is like just done, and he's going to like. Fuck that's probably gonna put his Star Wars uh his Star Wars movies, um, kinda of in the back burner. Because I think he, he's supposed to be doing three Star Wars film like for Disney Plus. Like his own like he's supposed to be building like a separate like kind of like galaxy going on
0: mm. in
1: Star Wars. But my guess is this dude's hella fucking busy now.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> what what have we got up next?
0: Barry Jenkins has moved his overall TV deal to HBO. Mm. Um so, he and his pastel banner have inked to your first look TV deal with HBO, and it's uh, streaming sibling HBO Max. I still don't understand the whole HBO HBO Max you know thing. But
1: well, HBO is straight up like the like cable, oh. and the HBO Max is like the streaming service. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. That's all. It took, that's all it took,
0: baby. Well, I know because there was HBO Go it was like in the middle.
1: Oh, I know. I th- I think they finally phased that out.
0: Yeah. So it was like, do you have HBO or do you have HBO Go? But you can still stream HBO, <laughs> which is weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think they did phase out HBO Go because for a while, like people who had HBO Max, there was a lot of stuff that you can watch there that wasn't on HBO Go. Yeah. And now, if I remember correctly, the step the, or like when it happened, um, uh, like my girlfriend, she had HBO Go. And I was like, oh, you have HBO Max? She's like, no. And then like I think a week later – it, she had HBO Max. It just turned into it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, with uh, Pastel moving to HBO um, and and HBO Max, mm. um, A24 will executive produce all of the HBO and HBO Max Pastel projects. And um, what else? And partner with the production companies Jenkins and Mark Syriac. Mm. on some projects outside of the deal
1: that's cool that's cool I'm totally for that
0: um so this is an expansion of um like the relationship and everything between a24 and warner media yeah because um, like with hbo kind of being in the middle where they're meeting in the middle
1: yeah because like euphoria is part of a24 right
0: yeah, so, yep, Euphoria, and um, there's a, a new show coming out called Alicia Vikander.
1: I was the upcoming Alicia the Vikander upcoming entry. the Alicia, upcoming
0: Alicia Vikander entry, Irma v- Vep. I've, I, I have n- no I've idea what that is. I've never heard of
1: that, yeah. It's new to me.
0: Um, so, yeah. A24 has, like, almost never been, like, a disappointment. I
1: oh, think, no, absolutely I, I not. I think...
0: Them and focus mm-hmm. are pretty close and like sometimes focus will kind of have one or two that just don't do well, but mm-hmm. they're both pretty close to me and how mm-hmm. like on the on the spot they are with like this is gonna be good.
1: Yeah, um, there's a there's a production that Brett I'm, the names escaping me right now. Plan
0: B. Is it Plan B? Mm-hmm.
1: Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, his Plan B films are pretty good. Um, yep. There's another one. I think it's called like Aperture. No, Aperture. Um, something with starts with the A. There's another production group that's pretty solid with their films. With A24, it's like, oh, A24 is making it? We're watching it. Like, yeah. just straight up. Because uh, they
0: tend to do more indie. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, it feels indie, but it's still kind of like not a piss poor budget.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, prime example is um, that movie At Zola. Uh, that's gonna be coming out soon, and that's an A twenty four production. I was like, oh, I'm so far. Like, I already know the story. <laughs> the story is fucking wild as hell. But like, just the fact they they finally made it into a movie and it's coming out. Um, I think it's supposed to be coming out sometime this year. Totally watching that shit.
0: Yeah, um, I I think Plan B for me is still a little too new for me to say that they mm. are amazing. Kind of like Monkey Paws, kind of too new. All oh, Jordan had a, Peele's. Yeah, and they've had a couple of mediocre things come out, I think. Uh, because once Jordan Peele kind of gets out of the director's seat and kind of gets into his production company seat, mm. it's like, I don't know, it's some of the magic kind of goes away. Well, he has... Uh, I know he's trying to give a bunch of other people a chance. and yeah, Sometimes yeah. it's good and sometimes it's not great. Well, like
1: one one of the biggest things that people are waiting for, uh, from Monkey. Paul. Well, okay, example, uh, Monkey Paul, Monkey Paw Productions. Uh, they did uh, Lovecraft Country, mm-hmm. which I really love. That um, they worked on Hunters. So I'm just like
2: Ugh, on that one exactly. Uh,
1: Candyman.
0: Yeah, Candyman. which I want to see, and yeah. we don't know if it's good or not, but it looks good.
1: Uh, they helped put together the Twilight Zone, which I've only watched one episode, but it was he- still hella good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Klansman
0: uh-huh that which, was a good one. that was a good one but it wasn't like hella good like i thought it was gonna be
1: yeah yeah, that's true it, it was it was surprisingly fucking tame for a spike lee movie yeah um
0: i feel like there's one that they did that was like female directed or something mm,
1: I, was, I might be it might be candyman because i know candyman was uh nia da costa
0: no because i haven't seen that one
1: mm. yeah oh they did the last O.G. gee didn't i know that hmm Okay, yeah, that's all I'm seeing for uh, Monkey Paw Productions mm. as of now. But you know, come on, Jordan Pale, he he
0: knows his stuff. He knows, stuff.
1: He knows what he doing. <laughs> know what he doing.
0: All right. Uh, do you want to get into our recent review?
1: Yes, for a minute. I thought you forgot because <laughs> you're Cause like my brain, do you is, um, like my brain
0: is still reading. You know. <laughs> okay. Because you know they have us under Monkey Paw. Yes. Which was good. That was good. Uh, yeah. And what else? Yeah. No, I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Okay. Let's get into our recent review.
2: This is our only chance. We have to take it.
1: We need calm.
0: Um, our recent review is Godvil- Godville, <laughs> Godzilla, Godzilla vs Kong, which just came out. Um, and the synopsis is the epic next chapter in the cinematic monster verse pits two of the greatest icons in motion picture history against one another, the fearsome Godzilla and the mighty Kong, with humanity caught in the balance. Directed by Adam Wingard, written by Eric Pearson and Max Bornstein. Um, it stars Alexander Skarsgard, Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall, Brian Tyree Henry, Shin Oguri, and Isa Gonzalez. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hi. Hi.
1: (laughs) All right. So Kelsey, what did you think what did you think of this Titan filled, you know, atomic breath monkey punching action packed movie?
0: I was pleasantly surprised.
1: Pleasantly surprised. Did you did you come in like thinking like this movie's going to be garbage, going to be boring and shit? Yeah,
0: because the previous movie was fucking awful. <laughs>
1: yeah, King of the Monsters was. Ugh.
0: And like Jesus. and I'm not going to say there weren't things to pick apart cuz I know we were mm-hmm. joking here and there, but like it was not nearly as much as the previous one. Yeah, yeah. And like for a, a movie like this you kind of have to kind of understand that some things might not always kind of mm. make sense because i mean obviously godzilla and king kong don't exist so you have to make shit up
1: <laughs> yeah 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 give them reasons to fight and shit like that
0: yeah like it's a whole different universe and shit but yeah what did you think about it uh
1: i i'm with you too i i uh, i was actually surprised that i did enjoy it um This movie, it still kind of suffers from like the human the human factor that's not done correctly or in an interesting way. Like for example, there's like there's like an A, B, and a C plot in this movie. And they could have honestly dropped the C plot and Mm -hmm. it would not have like missed anything. It might have made it it might have made the movie better. Um there's like another number of characters who show up in this movie and it's just like, oh, they're in it. And they're not in it. Like, it's, kind, it's yeah. kind of... And there's, like, one particular character, like, I, you know, I, we'll get into when we get into the spoilers. Um, one thing that this movie does right that King of the Monsters did not do, it, it actually let us see the fucking fighting. Yeah. Because I remember that was my biggest problem with King of the Monsters. Like, Godzilla and Ghidorah are, like, throw, they're like about to throw blows and then cut it, to... Yeah, they cut away. Yeah, cut to, here's, like, the humans trying to escape. Like, no, I, I want to see the fight happening. <laughs> so, um... The fights look. The fights look cool. They they honestly look pretty badass. Yeah.
2: Um.
1: There's a fight. This is not a spoiler at all. But like, see in the trailer, there's a fight between Kong and Godzilla like in Japan. That's like a night, but like these neon colors. Well, yeah. I thought it looked. I thought it looked really great. Yeah. Um, like we watched this off of tel- um, Kelsey's TV, and it was just like, wow, those fuck those colors are fucking vibrant.
0: <laughs> yeah, cause I got a good tube.
1: <laughs> I got that good shit. Um. So. It wasn't too bad. Uh, oh yeah, so like I said, I, I really did enjoy that. Um, but going back to like to the human, the human equation in this movie, um, Rebecca Hall kind of does like a serviceable job uh, in this movie. I did really like
0: which one was, was she?
1: She was the scientist that was taking care of the of the death girl. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, if I if I remember correctly, I think it's like Azia Gonzalez. I think that she's the one who played the death girl. I really did like her performance. Um,
0: I don't think that was her.
1: You don't think? That, oh think no, no 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 no! She I'm sorry. She's the daughter. No yeah yeah. I'm sorry yeah. That's the daughter. That's that's right. Well, <sighs> okay. Let me find the girl's name because I really did uh, enjoy. Because
0: I think you also got rid of her father's name off the list when you were doing the docket. Uh, Callie,
1: Ho- uh, uh, Callie Haddo. G- she played Gia. There you go. Yeah. I liked her performance a lot. Me too. Um, like I said, she didn't have a speaking role, but I thought it was cool how. Um, like I looked, her, I looked up some information. Oh, of, I have to correct you. What's up?
0: She did have a speaking role because if you say she didn't have one, then you're oh, totally I'm sorry, I'm
1: sorry, you're sorry. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. A- a- ASL, sorry. Yeah. Her, her speaking role was ASL. Um, but like, it was one thing that was cool. It was like her, like they, they kind of really built this relationship between like Kong and and this little girl, and it did remind me of like of a lot of the old. Like kaiju films. Yeah. Like there's always like a human that has some type of connection. Like, for example, like I forgot what their names are, but it's like the twins who have the connection with like Mothra or something the, like that. Like
0: if if you're in the supernatural stuff, it's like they're sensitive. Yeah, and that's the thing.
1: Like that that that's like a that's a common thing within uh like these kaiju films. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a psychic connection between a human and like uh, Godzilla, or in this case it was like uh her and like King Kong. They didn't say like explicitly. But you felt there was something there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Rebecca Hall was all right. Like I, said, I
0: had a problem with Isaac Gonzalez.
1: Why? What was your problem with Isaac Gonzalez?
0: She, I, I don't like that whole bitchy female trope. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? She, yeah. she wasn't like. And I'm, I'm, if you look at Charlize Theron. And the types of bitchy roles she plays, she actually comes across as intimidating. Like, if I go up against her, I'm Mm -hmm. going to fucking die.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're going to lose in some sense.
0: This girl is like, if I go up against her, we're probably going to start pulling each other's hair until (laughs) one of us is, like, you know, bleeding, maybe, but that's it. Yeah,
1: yeah, she's supposed to be like this, like, serious threat. And. I yeah I, I'm with you. I didn't really get that. I felt like they didn't really think her role out. Like I I felt like they had her there for the purpose of having like this um, twist that happens later. That's like that falls fucking flat. Yeah. Um, they could have like like I said like there's a plot C. They could have dropped. Okay, I won't say They could have dropped plot C. I'll say they could have cut half of the half of the plot C.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then had it, like, join with, like, the plot B. Yeah. You know, and that would have made a more coherent story, more, like, at least a more enjoyable story, because we're seeing, like, we're seeing Kong and, like, Godzilla fighting. So we get, like, two we see the battle on, like, the Titan front, and then we get the battle with, like, the human front, mm-hmm. which I think would have worked better if they just cut out a certain element out of that plot C and this combining with plot A. I mean, plot B.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: um, Like, for example, like, I love Brian T. Hen- uh, Brian, sorry, Brian Terry Henry. Yo, dude, I'm sorry, but you did not think anything be in this movie.
0: I think he could have been in the movie if yeah. it was written better.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yes.
0: Um, because he, that, that, to me, uh-huh. that role is different than things that they've done before. Mm-hmm. Like, it's usually some scientist or something. Yeah. And he, his take on it's a little bit different without giving it away. Yeah, but like. yeah they did it kind of wrong though they could have done it they could have kept it mm-hmm. but done it a little more seriously or like made put some realism behind it without it seeming like childish
1: yeah like like he was like solely there for like the comedic uh the comedic purpose of this movie, mm-hmm. but it was almost kind of like buffoonish and shit like that like yeah. i you know I was expecting to go like, Oh whoa, dang, what the hell did you know and like <laughs> it was kind of like fucked and I get it like his his character is like an engineer, but like I got no sense of that at all.
0: I got a sense that he was an engineer when it was convenient for him to be one. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't know what the hell he was doing when it was convenient for him not to know what he was doing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, it's like it's just so weird because, like, there are there are. Now, I'm not saying I'm not saying like all like all these kaiju movies are really great or they all have like great human elements to it. And sometimes mm-hmm. the human elements is really just like kind of just dumb. Mm-hmm. But like um, an example is like I was watching. Um, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, like the old, the old, old version. And there's, there's a human element to it, but like there's actual like a reason for that human element and how the human element like adds more to the story that works, that works, that works well. Mm -hmm. You know, it has like a level of mystery and you're like, okay, cool. I can totally see like this working in in the context of, you know, Godzilla and Mechagodzilla fighting and shit Mm -hmm. like that. Right. And here, you know, we have the human element, but like that human element was like the, the good part of the human element was like the girl It was like Rebecca Hall being uh, Rebecca Hall's character being like Gia's like caregiver and stuff like that and her connection with Kong. Great. Okay. Oh, and like another example, it's like Alexander's like, yeah, is Alexander Alexander Sarsgar in the movie? I almost forgot he was in this fucking movie.
0: (laughs) I didn't recognize him at first because I'm so, I was used to seeing him and how like how he was in um, Tarzan
1: oh you mean shirtless all the
2: time
0: not shirtless but hairless <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah like he didn't look scruffy yeah or yeah. like overly tanned or kind of homeless you yeah. know like i don't know it was in this movie i was like you're like oh he is in this movie i'm like who the fuck is he i don't know, I know. <laughs> and you're like the guy you know from you know from tarzan i'm like yeah, it's because like he oh, had, I can kind of see it.
1: Yeah, and then he's about to get a haircut in the shave. You're like, oh, okay. Uh,
0: there yeah, he then is. I'm like, oh yeah, there he is. <laughs> there he, is. <laughs> <laughs> he could be Superman. You all think he be Superman? Superman? No, I'm making a bad joke. Oh, right now, okay, okay. i with day. me.
1: Okay, because right. you
0: know, all, right. all it took was him to get a fucking haircut and then you could recognize him again. That's <laughs> yes, true.
1: Because for a minute I was gonna be like, yeah, I got a picture. Maybe it was Captain America, but
0: nah, <laughs> he could be.
1: I but I think he's too tall
0: you think he's too tall? He's
1: too tall to be Captain America.
0: No. He's like
1: six foot infinity right now.
0: Do you think he's as tall as... um?
1: Who, Chris Evans?
0: No, what's that guy's name? The one who plays Loki.
1: Oh, uh, Tom, Hiddleston? Uh, Tom Hiddleston? He's fucking tall. Tom Hiddleston? I don't even think Tom Hiddleston's that tall.
0: He looks really fucking tall.
1: Let me, let me look up...
0: He looks like if he was in a room with everyone else, he'd be two feet above everyone's head.
1: Oh shit. Okay, so Alexander Sarsgar is like six foot eight, right?
0: Is right. he really?
1: Yeah, he's six foot eight. He's a tall motherfucker.
0: I was right next to him, too, because I was on that red carpet with the Tarzan um, premiere. Sometimes. I'm and like, he did not look that
1: tall. I'm not gonna lie, sometimes they kind of fudge their height a little bit. Okay. Okay, Tom Hiddleston is supposedly six two. But he's tall, though. I think because he's like so lanky looking. Like,
0: like, like he's skinny.
1: Yeah, like we. like uh, I was showing Kelsey. Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Kelsey, the trailer for, um, for Loki today, and there's, like, this scene where he's, like, standing there with, like, uh, like a, uh, like a collar shirt, no jacket or anything, and you really see, like, the lankiness of his body, like, mm-hmm. wow, that dude is skinny as, just, <laughs> 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 blow him away. <laughs> uh, yeah, Chris Evans is, like, six, he's about six feet tall. Hmm. Wow, I'm taller than Tom Holland. I'm taller than Spider-Man. Yay! (laughs) Um, Congrats. Yeah, great,
0: I guess.
1: (laughs) Um, All right, so you want to hop into the spoilers? Yes. All right. So, um, yeah, this is the part where we get to the spoiler section. We're going to talk about the movie and and greater debt. Um, You know, just kind of see, you know, what we really didn't like, what we did like about it. Uh, So for those who have not seen... um, Godzilla versus Kong. Here's a spore of the bumper right about now. All right. Hi, Millie Bobby Brown. Did not need to be in this movie.
0: You really think so?
1: But she's part. She's part of the. Okay, she's part of the C plot, which they could have dropped. Maybe if they put her somewhat in the B plot somewhere. I don't know. This is kind of weird. Like she. Like I felt like she didn't really add anything to it to the movie at all. Like, even, like, Kyle Chandler shows up in this movie. I was like, why? Like, Kyle Chandler's in this? And he
0: said he's gone. He didn't need to be in this movie. He I felt definitely like, did not
1: need to be in this movie.
0: I like Bobby Brown did need to be in the movie, I think. Okay. And definitely to support uh, Brian Tyree Henry's character. Um, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that matchup because she's really resourceful and smart. And, you mm-hmm. know, both of her parents were scientists and all this. Um, I just feel like they didn't do enough with them. So I'm not gonna say that they didn't need to be in mm-hmm. the movie. They just needed to be written better.
1: Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like, it was already kind of, it was already like with the with the B plot with the humans. We are. I think they already had kind of like a tight cast. I mean, other well, than Alexander Skarsgård. You know what? Here we go. They could have dropped Alexander Skarsgård and put Brian Brian Terry Henry in that role instead. Yeah that would have worked you know and like because uh scarters is is some sense supposed to be like the was supposed to have a comedy sense to it as well Mm -hmm. but he's supposed to be the scientist but like i barely remember him really that much being involved in the story and yeah you could have had brian terry uh henry involved and then he could have been like more of the scientist character well no
0: because you know why why because he's too fat and too black
1: I know, right? That's,
2: uh, that's
1: probably the what they thing That's
0: upset. That that kind of upsets me. I don't think they purposefully did that. Mm-hmm. But even though he was like a podcaster and he's really smart and he's figuring shit out, mm-hmm. he sounds like a fucking
1: like a conspiracy nut.
0: QAnon, exactly. Yeah, he like that's
1: that was a huge. That's a, that's one of the biggest problems. I had. It's like why do they have to meet the black dude, the fucking crazy guy.
0: Yeah if they would have made him a little more serious,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, Brian Tyree Henry has his own comedic timing.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: He doesn't need to be directed to be the fall guy for everybody, like, mm-hmm. as far as, like, jokes go, and, like, you know, don't be too serious, because we got other characters who are more important than you. Yeah,
1: yeah, and, I, and I'm not saying, like, and I, and I know there are people who might be listening who might have thought like, oh, I couldn't picture him as scientist. i like, well, like, there are scientists who, like, like they still they have that mentality like this is how they are this is in their blood like to act not to act like a fool or anything but to kind of be like hard like that you know Mm -hmm. like man i don't believe that shit or
0: just and he he doesn't have to be ghetto to be you know like he doesn't have to be like in atlanta yeah he does because we've seen him in things that mm -hmm. he is different
1: yeah and he could have still been like he still could have kept his blackness intact but still had like you know He could have like just been like the person who breaks stereotypes and shit like that within show. i don't know we're looking like way deeper in this show i mean in the show in this movie than we should but like what's the harm in like doing that
0: they opened it up for us to look deep like that because Mm -hmm. they fucked up again Mm -hmm. i i like it wasn't as bad as the other movie because the other one i really hated every single fucking character except for one and he died
1: oh in king of the monsters yeah oh you're talking about um
0: the asian scientist that oh,
1: Watanabe, yeah. yeah. was he in
0: the King of the Monsters? Yeah, oh, yeah, he was. He was, King of the and then yeah, his yeah, fucking yeah. assistant ended up with his book or some shit. Also, check this out I
1: didn't know this until, until later, but the dude who played, um, let me find the guy's name. The dude who played the scientist who was part of Monarch, the one who's controlling, um, the Mecha Godzilla, uh huh. Um, that is supposed to be Ken Watanabe's son. From the pre- that's supposed to be yeah I know that, that's Kim Watanabe's I know right and this is like wait what that makes no fucking sense
0: yeah I'm my face is all cringe right now like what
1: <laughs> um,
0: L- like can't you it you don't have to add shit to the story to make it more interesting take uh, stuff out
1: his name is Shun uh, Shun. Agoria, Agoria, I think they say. Yeah. Yeah, Shinaguri. Yeah, Um, So yeah, I mean, that, and that had happened, and like this movie did that thing that in promotion that really fucked it up. That the big like reveal was like the fact that oh, there's there's a Mecha Godzilla in this movie, and like they kind of like revealed that in the trailers. Like that, it would have been way cooler if. Um, the market didn't touch that at all. I mean, I know, like they don't just straight show Mechagodzilla, but there's a clip where you can be like, "Oh, that's probably Mechagodzilla," because like the way how it looks and stuff like that. And people are already like speculating, like, like, "Oh, that's gonna be Mechagodzilla," like without beyond a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. You know, I think that would have been a total. I think that would have been a total fucking cool reveal to have Mechagodzilla come out.
0: It would have, and they also didn't do enough with that.
1: Okay, so I didn't tell you this because I wanted to save it for the for this recording. So. This movie has a huge <sighs> plot hole, or I'll say like a yeah I'll say a huge I don't, I don't know if I call it a plot hole more of a plot paradox. Okay. Okay. So Godzilla is like rampaging across the planet, right? Mm-hmm. He's like destroying. Um, I forgot what the name was. What was the name of the, of the the scientist group? It was like Apex or some shit like that. Yeah. Okay. So he's so let's let's call it let's call it Apex for the sake of calling it Apex, right? Um, so he's he's like destroying these facilities, right? Trying to destroy something. Which they never fully kind of tell you why Godzilla knows to like destroy these particular areas, like mm-hmm. at all? So that's one big plot hole. Um, so you end up finding out that this group, uh, this Apex group, is creating a mecha Godzilla. Mm-hmm. It's creating this mecha Godzilla to fight Godzilla in case Godzilla ever goes crazy again, right? It starts destroying shit like in the f- in the first Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Godzilla is only around destroying shit because they're creating a mecha Godzilla. Uh huh. So it's like they created mecha Godzilla to fight Godzilla, but Godzilla is fighting them because they created mecha Godzilla. It's like if they never build mecha Godzilla, Godzilla would just live them the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. and I was just I thought about that like after we watched, I was just like. Wait, that doesn't make any fucking sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like no fucking point of it was. It was, it was just. It was, it was stupid.
0: It was stupid, but I would. F- I feel like there's some validity to it, mm-hmm. because, you know, people are stupid, <laughs> and they're not gonna think. Oh, Godzilla's gonna come because I'm making Mecha Godzilla. They're thinking. I'm a fucking badass and I know I can make this thing that's gonna kill Godzilla.
1: Yeah, it's called Apex. The company's called Apex. Um, so, and then, like, one thing that it's, I, I, and I know it just, it's a giant lizard finding a giant monkey, but there's a, a problem that I would just like, it didn't dawn me until later. Um,
0: You're talking about the caves?
1: Oh, you mean the, you talk about the ho- hollow earth theory?
0: No, I'm actually kind of okay with the hollow earth theory. You know minus that, the fact that there's a fucking sun down there somehow. You
1: know that's an actual theory, right? Like people Yeah, actually I know. Because right? um,
0: I know I was watching the History Channel mm-hmm. the other day and they're like, we actually really don't know what's in the middle of the earth. Like we yeah. were taught in school about all the different cores and all that. Mm-hmm. But that's like the most popular theory is what we're being taught. Mm, okay. Just okay. like um, how the dinosaurs died
1: oh okay well I mean they didn't die they just went into the center of the earth yeah, yeah. I know
0: apparently <laughs> no see
1: that that I like that I didn't really have a problem with because it it kind of opens the door of like hey if we if we want to make more of these these kaiju movies we got a source we can pull like creatures out of here mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm totally like with that even though I I think it's funny how like they how King Kong like goes through it and the the other people and I said like it, they went through like a neon butthole yeah. <laughs> there. Um, what was I? Oh, you may completely forget. Oh, okay. Okay. I remember the Ghidorah part. Okay. So, like, they need a supercomputer to control Mechagodzilla. Mm-hmm. So they use Ghidorah's brain to help, like, help with the data to control it. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, wait, what? Like, how the fuck does any of that work? It was just so fucking weird. Yeah, i felt like i felt like they wrote that in because they were just like well we gotta have a reason to have like this supercomputer blah 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 blah, all that kind of stuff right which i i was also bothered by it because at the end of this is spoilers for king of the monsters if you haven't seen it after the credits um there's a scene where like uh like this this these uh terrorist groups or this terrorist group they they find ghidorah's head and they take it and he, 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 if you're into like kaiju lore and stuff like that you're thinking like where my where my mind went it was like oh they're gonna do mecha mecha Ghidorah which is like i was like holy shit they're gonna go like balls to the wall on this shit Mm -hmm. instead they use it to like power mecha godzilla and i'm just like all right you kind of just like wasted something that could have been like really good Mm um so i kind of wish they went to the crazy route with godzilla versus mecha godzilla and the fact that Aliens created Mecha Godzilla mm-hmm. and came down just to like destroy shit. <laughs> Yo, if you're doing this movie, just just go for it. Just be like, we're doing a Hollow Earth, fuck it. Aliens came down and came Mecha Godzilla, fuck it. Let's just do it. Let's go crazy and <laughs> shit. But they didn't. So So
0: like what I liked about the Hollow Earth thing was mm-hmm. the fucking cinematography.
1: Oh yeah. Well once yeah, well, yeah, like I said, like this movie looks great. It looks really good.
0: What I didn't like about Hollow Earth uh, was when King Kong ends up in the caves and uh, then he sees like, basically his family or whatever is yeah, dead. Yeah, dead. Yeah, they humanized him too much. He's like sitting on a throne with a battle axe. Yeah, you know, like
1: you mean that you mean that battle axe that he has to plug in the charge. Yes, <laughs> the part was like
0: what. <laughs> And apparently, there's like multiple charging ports. Like there's thousands of axes around the fucking throne. Multiple I bet you what happened was mm-hmm. whatever killed all of his people off.
1: Oh, his monkeys, fellow monkeys.
0: Somebody was in charge of charging those fucking axes because they knew shit was gonna go down, yeah. and they just fucking fell asleep on it <laughs> and got everybody killed.
1: Um. So I, I feel like I feel like we're kind of we're skipping over the part that we. Re- the, the selling point of this movie is like the fights.
0: Well, I was saving it for last. Oh, okay. so we're not skipping over
1: it. Okay, okay, because I, because I, yeah, okay, all right. So, yeah, let's save it for last because, um,
0: because that's the important bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah,
0: oh, yeah, so yeah. And I like the whole gravity thing that they got going on, too, between mm-hmm. like this is one side of the earth and you go down through. Yeah, it was
1: looking cool, yeah.
0: I, like, I don't just think it looked cool, but mm-hmm. it also was, like, this really cool inverse idea, like, mm. like how how would the mechanics of that work? Like, yeah. almost like if you're on the center, like on the North Pole, mm-hmm. the true North Pole, not you know the one that we make because we want it there. Yeah. But if we were standing on it with a compass, what would the compass do? You oh, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So like, when you're in the center of the Earth, what mm. does gravity do?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. Um, the the <laughs> Uh, I, I one thing I kept thinking about, uh, were like with the Hollow Earth scenes, like where they're they're in like the like uh, I guess space sh- well sh- inner spaceships or something like that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: is I felt like the director, the director uh, when he was directing this, he was like, "What if I made it like if this was a theme park, right?" And it'd be like that. Like, I got, I felt like I was at. They
0: were setting it up for like Universal Studios I know, or something. Exactly, like.
1: exactly. That's like my thought. Cause like, as I'm like watching this, I'm like, this reminds me of like the King Kong ride that's like at the Universal Theme Park.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which I've never been there yet, still.
1: Oh, we go there. That's the first thing we're jumping on. Really? Uh, every, every time I go to Universal Studios Theme Park, the first ride I get onto is the tour ride because they take you around the lot. They take you like, oh, this is where they shot uh, Desperate Housewives. This is like where they shot uh, Jaws or something. Does it
0: change (laughs) every time because they shoot different things there? No, they have updated over time. Yeah.
1: Um, Like, I remember it used to be like backdraft and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It used to be like, I think, Back to the Future at one point. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, they... (laughs) oh and, and they do a king kong they've they really updated the king kong ride like it's like it's now uh like uh screens like four screens that surround the entire cart and you mm. actually it's like the monster and stuff like that instead of like a large animatronic um but at the end of the ride and they sprinkle it throughout the throughout the, the ride at the end of the ride they put you in the middle of the fast and furious franchise <laughs> and the way they introduce it it's so fucking stupid like you go through like um you go through, like, the set of, like, Desperate Housewives, mm-hmm. and you see Dominic Toretto's car.
0: <laughs> and then, like... Um, like, she, he's having an affair with one of these women. Yeah,
1: or, like, he, we, we got... Oh, okay, okay. And then, like, I think it might, it might be before, but, like, um, The Rock comes on, like, in the screen. They have there, and they're, like, um, you know... He doesn't say... He, I forgot what his name in the movie uh, it was name was like I'm so, you know Joe Dirt or Joe Rock or some shit like that. <laughs> Joe
2: Rock. <laughs> I'm rock hard. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're hunting a dangerous criminal. We heard that, uh, that one of Toretto was around that area. Blah 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 blah. And you see his car, <laughs> you see his cart. <laughs> and then you finally get to the part where like like I guess they hijack the cart. <laughs> It's so fucking stupid cause like the cart's like blah, like because they they put it on like tracks or whatever like uh-huh. that. and it's like, blah, and it's like shaking up and down and it's like screens and stuff. it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> it's so, and every every single time I go there I get on it I laugh
0: like a fucking maniac it's so stupid. Are you in the cart by yourself or with other people? Oh you're
1: I mean you sat you here by yourself. Uh, no, you're no it's like it's 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 like, like, a, like
0: a roller coaster ride and you're no room? it's like a tram. A tram. It's like a tram. So Sorry. other people can hear you cracking up, laughing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Does anyone else laugh though?
1: I don't know, and I don't care because <laughs> I'm sure she enjoyed it. But whatever, whatever they're opening up, you, you and I were going. There. We're, that's the first thing we're gonna get on. I was just like, that's it, we're doing it. Yeah. That's the first thing. Um, so okay, so back to back to Gaza vs Kong. Yeah, that part with the the inner space, it did. It felt like it was kind of like a theme park, right? Which I f- felt. It probably would have done better if we had watched it in the theater.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but since we watched watching the TV, I was just like, oh, okay, we're on a roller coaster. It's
0: hey. like, what, like one of those little roller coaster simulators that you can... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like yeah, you're exactly. on the mine cart in the mine shaft.
1: <laughs> exactly. And you're
0: going to go through this wooden wall. Oh, no, you broke through it, and you're floating through space. And then you land on tracks again somehow.
1: That is a Universal Studios ride. <laughs> um okay so you want to talk about the the fights yeah um so i i enjoy these fights i really did enjoy the fights uh solely because king kong got his ass whooped twice yeah. <laughs> 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 that shit was so funny where calm where king uh godzilla was going through the water and like fucked him up and shit like that and then Kong's like tired he like lays on the ship like Ugh, like I'm like I'm done, and King Kong just like has his head out the water, and he he can tell King Co- uh, Godzilla had this look like better not come back, bitch. Fuck <laughs> you up. This is my but my town.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think they humanize King Kong too much, and right? here's the thing: like mm-hmm. it didn't work for me in that cave that we talked about, but it does mm-hmm. sometimes with when he actually can make a facial expression.
1: Yeah, 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 and I think that's and I think that kind of goes with the. That kind of goes back to what I said about the dynamic between him and the Gia character.
0: Mm-hmm, because it was usually with her yeah. that he would make the facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Or when he was fighting Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because at one time he had this really sarcastic look, like, hmm. <laughs> and I was like, that, that's when I laughed for the last
1: fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, there's even this part where, like, I think it's in the second fight where like, Godzilla, like, smiles and like the sinister smile oh, yeah. right? like, he's like
0: and he like tilts his head down so yeah. he's like looking up kind of and he's like smiling and you're like a slow smile <laughs> yeah yeah it was like, kinda, what the fuck is that
1: <laughs> godzilla has emotions okay okay um but that second fight uh the one with uh kong and godzilla and like if might as well say neon Tokyo and shit like that.
0: Yeah, I fucking loved that. Yeah, that that looked
1: cool. Um, I really. But I
0: almost thought about um, Blade Runner.
1: Yeah, there was like a sense of a Blade Runner with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally yeah. see that. Um, but yeah, it looked. It, I really, I did enjoy. It It looked cool. Like I said, you can actually see everything. Um, I there were several parts where I thought it was actually pretty cool how like Kong was kind of like hopping around like through the city, like between the buildings and stuff like that to try to get away from Godzilla, mm-hmm. even though Kong has the reach. To, like, clock them and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it was... That part was cool. And there was even, like, several parts where, like... They were, like, throwing each other against, like... The buildings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And every time, like, they're throwing... They're doing this. I'm just like, a lot of people are fucking dying now. Yeah. All, all the death and uh, destruction. Um,
0: There's one thing that kind of got me about their fights. Mm-hmm. Like, I really liked the fights a lot. So, mm-hmm. it doesn't really detract from it too much. Mm-hmm. Um. Godzilla, as per usual, always moves really slow.
1: I thought he moved faster in this one.
0: He did move faster, mm-hmm. which was okay because it still wasn't too fast.
1: Yeah, it wasn't like ridiculous, like Transformer fast. However, okay,
0: King Kong did move too fast at times. I saw him mm. like hopping around. He was like faster than even I could probably move because of like of my weight. Yeah, I mean, my uh, that that doesn't, like, work, I that doesn't like really bother me too their much. Their size because they're they're pretty equitable in size yeah, yeah, yeah. they should be moving about the same speed
1: i i would i would disagree with that because because kong has a lot more experience like in the jungle like there's that scene where he's in the hollow earth and he's actually like or he's getting he's trying to get to the hollow earth uh. and he's like swinging like yeah, like a he, monkey so I, I think swinging, it would work better.
0: though he's not a ninja i know but i'm not saying
1: like i'm not saying i'm not saying he was necessarily moving like a ninja but he he still had the agility because well he's a giant monkey that's that's what i think
0: I mean, you see the gorilla move? I just think it's ridiculous. For their size. Mm. Like, Good you idea. know, like airplanes, they're mm. fu- they're huge, and mm. they're moving really fucking fast, but from a distance, mm. they don't look like they're moving fast. I get what you're saying. Okay. So, like, optically, I, I just ah. feel like it wasn't true, like... Mm-hmm. Even if he was moving fast for his size, yeah, it shouldn't have looked that fast to the human eye. I
1: get you, I get you, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying.
0: Like, and it wasn't like that the whole time, but there were times where I was like, "That was a quick switch up." Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I will admit that. Yeah, there were times I was like, "Oh shit, that was a little too fast." Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: like almost more like he's a chimpanzee now or something. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Have, so have you been hearing? There's a, there's an argument going around that like King like who won mm-hmm. or like King Kong won in in this in this movie, and like it's just like yo no Godzilla like stomped his ass out. Like there's even that part where Like,
0: Godzilla actually almost killed him.
1: Yeah, like he like put his foot on his chest and he was like screaming like, G- get the fuck out of here, man! Like I'm gonna fucking murder you. Yeah, Kong's like
0: fine. But then Fuck. he like pretty much died. Yeah. So, like he basically like the little girl was like, Yeah, his heart is slowing down. Yeah, then yeah, they yeah. had to try to find enough electricity to like jump Bring start back, his yeah. heart. Yeah. Mm. Which I thought that scene was kind of interesting and funny. But mm-hmm.
1: um, And that and that why Al, that's why Alexander Alexander's was there Yes, for that scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but like yeah godzilla won <laughs> and then you know king kong and godzilla had their little understanding yeah and they're like, they like we need to work together because we're both on the same fucking team
1: yeah i always i thought that part was funny where well because i had like this dialogue in my head when like i got when king kong got back to life and like gia was like hey like godzilla needs your help and in my head like i'm picturing her saying hey king kong remember that remember that giant monster that molly whooped your ass all over hong kong like go help him out real quick <laughs> um but yeah i and um oh and then like the mecha godzilla and godzilla fights i thought that actually was pretty cool now i thought that that made a lot more sense of how mecha godzilla was moving because they actually had like jets on that thing yeah and, like, for the speed that, that,
0: yeah definitely i felt mm. like that was probably really appropriate
1: yeah and i and i thought that i thought that really did look cool like honestly if i if Godzilla had not been fighting King Kong, I think Godzilla would have, like, fucked up Mechagodzilla. Because you can tell, like, Godzilla was, like, kind of
2: tired. Like, oh,
1: shit.
0: I had um, a little bit of a problem, though, with that, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. You know me with my logistics, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Just killing the romance with it and Look, killing the killing the fantasy.
0: Unless they got that metal from Mechagodzilla, from Wakanda. <laughs> There's no reason why Godzilla and King Kong couldn't have torn that fucking thing apart.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean...
0: I mean, buildings don't withstand... Nothing withstands them. So, like... That's true.
1: They, they, yeah, they, um, yeah, Wakanda's in the same universe as, as, <laughs> as
2: this movie.
1: And the Wakandans are like, no, we ain't part of that. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... They even had to give like King Kong like an axe to fight him against. I know. Then now you have
0: to recharge with fucking um, nuclear.
1: Yeah, with that, that, that atomic breath. That, yeah,
0: that shit. If, if not even just atomic breath, they made it seem like it was some type of some type of ore or something I think that you can only it, get from Hollow
1: Earth. Yeah, it was like some type of like radiation that they had never experienced, and apparently, like Godzilla's tapped to that radiation as well because it was like the right amount of energy to like power up the axe so King Kong can like um, Use it. deliver the fatal blow. Yeah, um, and so like. It, 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 I mean for all like the problems that there is, it still is an enjoyable movie. I I would be one of those people who wouldn't rewatch it. I would just like rewatch the fights. Yeah. And like that's it.
0: Yeah. Cuz you don't need to see, you know, everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely don't need to see that that fucking worthless plot C. You no, know, just like ugh. well Oh, okay, no, cuz I I remember I alluded to it earlier uh earlier in the pod. So like the plot C, like like I said they could have either cut out, like, the human element, cut out, like, the Millie Bobby Brown and the Brian, Brian Terry Henry, and then, or maybe, like, take those characters and, like, merge it into the B-plot, like, do something better with it. Yeah. Because the whole thing with, like, the Apex and stuff like that, that was interesting because it was, like, it could have been, like, Apex versus Monarch.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we, we have a representation of Monarch, which is King Kong and, like, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And then the me- the representation of Apex, which is Mecha Godzilla. Now we got these two forces fighting against each other.
2: Yeah. I
1: think that would have worked better if they just... It's better crammed in there. You know, they had the time. It was, like, it was like, what, two hours or something like
0: that? Also, the leader of Monarch. I was thinking about this, mm-hmm. too. And usually when you have a villain like that.
1: You talk about the leader of Apex. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Him and his daughter. Like, usually it's not like, I don't know, um, a minority. Mm-hmm. It's usually a white person or white people. Usually. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. And I was kind of happy that they did that where they were like, okay, you guys can be like Hispanic, you yeah.
1: Let's 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 make this a multicultural, yeah, cast,
0: yeah. Uh but they kind of fucked that up too. <laughs> like they didn't make them a serious threat.
1: Yeah. So yeah. you're
0: kind of like, okay, so like, what is this then? Like, like who? I don't, I don't mm. know. I feel like the only two people were the the deaf girl and. Mm. The lady taking care of her. Those are the, o- yeah. the only two characters and that Kylie I... Hull, Hull. Yeah. Yeah. Only two characters that I took seriously. I mean, they could have just... Except for when they both went into that fucking closet and almost drowned on the fucking boat. Oh,
1: that was so dumb. <laughs> it was like...
0: I mean, but like, you know, they could have...
1: They could have taken the round just, you know, did the Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla and just had aliens come down. Mm. That would have been an... I, shit, I would, I would have been like, cool, they, they're going for it. They're exactly. fucking going for Look, it. Look,
0: they probably were going to get in the closet and they knew the water was going to go in there and they were going to almost drown but like the aliens would come and like you know abduct them out of the fucking closet oh, you know oh yeah and use it like <gasps> a shoot they could okay
1: all right all right all right so i'm building off i'm building off what you said uh-huh. okay let's say they had the alien the alien angle right uh-huh the aliens could have came down i mean i'm sorry the aliens could have yeah that that whole the whole drowning lock them in the closet thing could have happened the aliens would have uh, adopted, uh the two characters, mm-hmm. right? And then they would have been like...
0: They'd everybody
1: else. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. They'd be like, you girl, you're in control of King Kong, so we gotta control you. Dun-dun-dun-dun. There you go.
0: I don't think they would be that evil. I think... Why not the aliens? Well, yeah. if they have Mechagodzilla... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. They could have done Um... They would just as soon let those people die.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's watchable. It's not like super grand, super fantastic, but it's it's certainly better than that than King of the Monsters.
0: Yeah, it would have been a lot better on a big screen too.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we had that gamble, but we ain't doing that. We being <laughs> safe.
0: <laughs> Only because we had to that time, <laughs> <That's> honestly. <true. laughs> uh,
1: okay. So anything else? Are we done? Yeah, we're done. All right. What do we got now?
0: Now we're going to do Try This, Not That. So, um, this week we have decided to pick out a few things that we mm-hmm. think you should watch. hmm And a few things that you should steer clear of. Plus, I have one that I'm on the fence about uh, crap! that Mark is kind of like, why? And I'm kind why? of like, you know, you know I realized be. Mark has almost impeccable taste when it comes to movies, but it's sometimes lacking <laughs> on the fucking TV shows. Like, I don't understand it.
1: Hey, hey, look, 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 look. Star Trek Next Generation can't fuck with that. Mm. Okay. Sopranos can't fuck with that. uh uh-huh. Look country, can't fuck with that. Uh
0: huh. Yeah, it didn't say you were <laughs> shit all the time. Just more hit or miss than the movies. Whatever. You just don't good shit. <laughs> no, no, okay. okay. <laughs> um look, it's just my humble opinion, okay? Uh
1: okay, so Okay, so I'm gonna talk about what 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 I've been checking out. Um there is something that Kelsey and I have been checking out together and we're like all about it. Mm-hmm. Um so I checked out this movie called The Spine of the, the Spine of Night. Yeah, uh, it's a it's an animated film um, that I got to watch while attending uh, the virtual uh, press event for um, uh, South by Southwest. Uh, it's directed by Philip Gillett and Morgan Galing, Morgan Galing King. Um, I actually got to interview these guys too. These dudes were like hella fucking funny to, to talk to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so the story is like takes place. It's like a mixture of like of like heavy metal. It's kind of like that kind of style, like that weird kind of like medieval sci-fi fantasy kind of thing mm-hmm. um but they shot it in the form of the rotoscoping technology that is well known for like uh scanner darkly waking life mm-hmm. um i think people. you
0: showed me like a scene or two from it or something
1: the spine of night
0: maybe i know i
1: showed you the trailer or the trailer yeah yeah
0: i i think i don't understand what rotoscoping is like i know what it is mm. in like When people talk about it. Yeah. But it looks so different than a Scanner Darkly or um, the one that we watched with uh, Bob Odenkirk.
1: uh, Undoing or something like that.
0: Yeah. Like it just didn't look.
1: Rotoscopy to me, yeah. Well, I think because with that, they were able to put more effort into it, like they had a more like they had more, so they a, took the
0: charm out of it to me because
1: with the Spine of Night, or yeah,
0: because for me, the whole mm-hmm. wavy type like movement mm. thing is part of the charm of rotoscoping. So, why would you fix that? Well, that's
1: the thing, the reason why. Like the un the I think it's called the undoing. Um, I think the 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 reason why the undoing looks so good or like Scanner Darkly is because of the production they're able to put behind it. There are so many people behind it to put those those things together. Mm -hmm. This was more just like a few people, so they had to work with what they had. Um, There are several scenes where, um, oh yeah, oh so so let me explain rotoscoping for those who don't know. Rotoscoping is that you essentially get you essentially shoot a movie right, Um, and then you take each frame and paint it mm-hmm. or, or you color it or and if like with like uh before it used to be like hand drawn um but now it's with like computers and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and then you just do each frame like each frame over not over and over but you just keep doing each frame keep going, keep going and this can take like years i think it took him like six years mm-hmm. to get this movie made um but like it stars like lucy lawless uh robert uh robert E. robert lee grant no, Robert E. Grant, sorry. Um, Patton Oswald's in it as well. Mm. Um, but I enjoyed this movie because there are... Like I said, it has that heavy metal vibe where you're just like, oh, this is like weird fantasy and stuff like... Even like some of the trope of it is like heavy metal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it follows like a series of like people and how they're connected to like this like blue energy and shit like that. There are several scenes where like the animation is like, whoa, that's really fucking intense. That's really fucking badass. Um the the directors they told i asked them like what was like the most difficult scene that you guys like shot or was hard to do in the rotoscoping process he said the hardest thing they had to do was scenes where there was a crowd and they were just standing there really he, yeah because like Is there
0: like more tracing or something
1: no it's because like if you just have a because like an animation if there's like a scene and there's a crowd normally the people are just like standing there uh-huh. completely right but with rotoscoping you have to make it scene like they're everybody's constantly alive so you have to kind of have him, like, moving in a sense that, like, this is not, like, a still shot. And he said, like, it was, like, he said, like, that. It just lo-
0: reminded me of the story of Ricky O. Well, how, how do you mean? Because the people in the jail were all, like, ah, like, oh, their yeah, hands. Yeah, this would be so they're, animated. But they talking so. to each other. You're, like, <laughs> what are you doing with <laughs> exactly, your hands? <laughs>
1: um, but, yeah, like, I had, a, I had a really great time watching this movie. I was just, like, holy shit, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, every bit of it there is a there is a bit of like a pacing issue some of it's kind of like slow you're just like oh like all right all right but it's, it's a lot of like world building because like i said this is something there's something new people have never encountered um they've encountered stories like this but not this particular story um so this movie that movie is going to hit in theaters late 2021 um they had just got confirmed that they're going to be on shutter next year Oh cool. So hopefully like we'll be able to talk about it like in, in greater depth. Um and then I checked out uh the Sparks Brothers documentary, the one that Edgar Wright directed that I've been like waiting to see. Mm-hmm. That that was also a South by Southwest. Um I've been on this documentary kick because of Kelsey and and my girlfriend, and we've just been just going through documentaries now, just checking out shit. Mm-hmm. Um I really enjoyed this. This has the Edgar Wright energy where like there's like a bit of comedy a bit of like clever camera work a bit of like funny kind of animation that works well with it this group the sparks um holy shit like they have like a huge like discography. like i think they have like 38 albums or something like that right oh, wow like and they've influenced so many bands um one of the one of the biggest bands that they've worked with is uh like uh france ferdinand they did like a collaboration album um, but yeah, this doc it's, this documentary is really fun to watch, and they, they talk to a lot of people who like are into this band. They talk to members of like Duran Duran. They talk to a former member of Depeche Mode. Fucking Neil Gaiman shows up, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, the Sparks. I love the Sparks. You know all that kind of stuff." <laughs> um, and it and there are parts I can never I never get tired of hearing Edgar Wright laugh. Because he has, like, a distinct laugh. Mm. And there are parts in the movie where, like, he's interviewing somebody and somebody cracks up the- and you just hear him laughing his ass off. I'm just <laughs> like, that's my boy. Um, yeah, so the Sparks Brothers, it's Ron Mail and Russell Mayall. Um, Those are the Sparks Brothers. But, yeah, like, uh, Bjork... Uh, makes a comment about them. Beck, Weird Al Yankovic, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Jonathan Ross, Patton Oswalt, Scott Ackerman, Jason Schwartzman, uh, Mike Myers.
0: Jason Schwartzman's on uh, series
1: XM. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Steve Jones, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, of course, they show up. Um, just a lot of people just professing their love for this band. And I, I, I had a really great time watching this documentary. Uh if I remember correctly. Yeah. It, now that this is going to be in theaters like June 18th. So I highly recommend anybody who likes documentaries or music documentaries should like definitely check it out. And if you don't know the Sparks, like this will get you involved in the Sparks. Because
0: yeah, I don't know them. Exactly. At
1: all. Yeah. I didn't know them at all. And then when I saw his doc, I was like, oh, I'm going to check out some of the albums. This shit's <laughs> yeah. fucking good. Uh, all right. So Kelsey, what it, <laughs> go ahead? Just, just do it. Just no, no, it no, no,
0: I'm going to save that one for, for last. Okay. Okay. Um, I got bored one day, and I was okay. like, "I'm gonna watch the Lost Pirate Kingdom." <laughs> okay. On Netflix, because uh, it was popped up as a documentary. Yeah. I don't like the narrator. That's one thing that fucking kills it for me. So what is this?
1: What is this doc? This is. I thought this was a series. Like a. Uh,
0: it's a documentary series.
1: Is, okay. What is this?
0: The real life pirates of the Caribbean violently plunder, stealing, and form a surprisingly egalitarian egol- republic in this documentary series. It's overly, like, acted mm-hmm. from what I saw, because I saw, like, a minute or two and a half minutes of it, and I was like, I can't fucking watch this. <laughs> Jesus. Like, you can't take it seriously. It, it, The narrator's voice is too, like, not comical, but, like, I don't know how to, like, it takes you out of it. He's too a upbeat, too, like... He doesn't mm. look upbeat on IMDb when you see his face. He looks like he's going to eat you.
1: Who, who's the narrator?
0: Um, the narrator's name is Derek Jacoby. Oh, fucking. Uh,
1: let me look him up. Oh, the the fucking The Master. This is the dude who played The Master when he came back. Holy shit. But okay, can you
0: like, imagine his voice narrating mm. a pirate documentary series?
1: Yeah, it, it put, it put my ass to sleep.
0: And, and it, no, it's not that he's like tired, like he's not boring to listen to. Mm-hmm. The problem is how he's like very um, like almost like upbeat, like he's a lot of energy and he's mm-hmm. talking about this with like so much interest while it's overly acted and like ah. really fake like set pieces and shit. So like, it,
1: doesn't, it doesn't flow well.
0: No, no. Yeah. It's like like if they made it in a high school drama or something. I don't know. Like, you know, in a drama club or some shit. I don't know. I would say steer clear of that one because I couldn't make it past two and a half minutes and if I can't, if I like, I usually give something at least one episode. If I can't make it more than two and a half minutes,
1: Uh, y'all fucked up. Yeah, I remember that like, I think I was in the same room when you were like watching this and you're like, oh, I'll definitely check this out. And I think within like five minutes you're like, yeah no
0: <laughs> then you're like oh yeah we're gonna do try this not that and, you know you got that and i'm like you're like you gotta watch more of it though I'm like, yeah well i never did because i'm like, like no <laughs> i can't <Damn. laughs>
1: um all right what else you got what else is on your list
0: so um while i'm working because mm-hmm. i work from home right now it's either cnn or i i kind of got over like i go through like little phases right like mm-hmm. For a long time, I was watching home renovation shows. Yeah. Now I'm watching this show on Nat Geo Wild called Life Below Zero. Um, they came out with their first. They came out in uh, in 2013.
1: Oh, they've been on for a while. Okay. Yeah, so I
0: think they finally ended that series. I'm not sure if they ended it. Um, but th- I know they're coming out with a new series called Life Below Zero, The Next Generation or something like that.
1: Oh, like a spinoff or something like that?
0: Yeah, so it's like younger people or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, But it's a really cool series. Like, these people live in the Alaska bush, basically. <laughs> bush. <laughs>
1: sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: Um, and they all are living in the wild, but they live in different ways. Like, this one lady runs a camp. Mm. like where people can go ice fishing or go hunting in the arctic um and she she is you know responsible for protecting those people on their you know on season from like wolverines and like different things that come into their camp Mm. um but she also like sells fuel and stuff to try to make money um so that's her and there's like another guy i think he had a wife and then he Got divorced from her. He ended up breaking his hip. And then he went to Florida for six months to recover. And he came back and he had a girlfriend. Um, But anyways, like, he had a camp. And he works with, like... I think he has, like, 13 dogs or something like that. Mm -hmm. He has a lot of dogs. And he really relies on these dogs to keep his camp safe and to travel with. Mm, Okay. They have another family that's, like... This lady is like inuit or something mm-hmm. and she's married to like an alaskan like wildlife park ranger or something yeah and he can't take part in her hunts because only indigenous peoples are allowed to hunt the, the marine life
3: oh, where okay. they live
0: so it's like really interesting you get all different takes like people who move into the state because that's how they want to live and they're brand new at it or like people who have been doing this as their way of life for generations
1: Okay, okay. Um, the lady you're talking about, her name is like Sue Atkins, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm seeing her as a producer. I think she might be a she may be one of the producers on that show.
0: She actually has been doing it for so long. I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't start off that way and then made it into it because um, she's really fucking intelligent.
1: Yeah, because I I seen a couple minutes of the show uh, while like while it's on your TV. Um, yeah, she has that job where she's, like, guarding, like, a gas, Mm -hmm. like, depot or something like that. It's a a, a camp. Yeah, gas camp camp and stuff like that. And she's the one who's, like, with the gun who makes sure, like...
0: Yeah, she uh, rides around in a bobcat and she'll, like, look, drive around the perimeter, like, a few miles and stuff. Yeah. Um... Remember a few years ago, I showed you, I was like, Wolverines are fucking terrifying. I've never seen one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I
1: and and she
0: is the reason why I know what they look like. Because she said that she actually almost died because one attacked her. And, like, there was one that was, like, she knows that one was, like, circling the camp and, like, trying to get at them. Uh-huh. And they're really fucking smart. And that's the thing that scares the hell out of me. And their teeth are terrifying.
2: Oh, wow.
1: Wolverines are fucking. F- Five feet and three inches tall.
0: Do you see their teeth though? They're a nightmare.
1: I think, I think you've like, I think you show me a picture of like their teeth.
0: Yeah, because it's not like a, it's almost like a dog, but like if it was the alien Ooh, dog. Oh god,
1: those things look deadly. Fuck that.
0: Exactly. Like all of their teeth are canine teeth. I
1: know. Fucking Hugh Jackman looks wild. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, so I don't know. Like I, I really like the like they all live together in this state mm-hmm. and some of them are live below the arctic circle line and some of them live above it mm-hmm. and it's really interesting how they like they all live together in this ecology mm. but they all live differently too
1: oh like the different methods of like survival and stuff like yeah. That. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: and like how they use the snow and how they use different materials and how they create their mm. own tools if they don't you can't buy them readily you know what these
1: wolverines they because I'm, I'm looking at wolverines and like honey badgers Hun- wolverines look like the bigger version of honey badgers and honey badgers are fucking wild yeah honey badgers are the one that like there's a video They'll there's fuck
0: your shit up but wolverines are worse I know, there's
1: a there's this famous uh uh youtube video where this guy like narrating uh uh like the videos of like honey badgers and uh-huh. he's like he has like a uh, he's like a gay like a gay t- gay tone to how he's saying he's like honey baby, I don't give a shit honey baby, I just fuck your shit up
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so Life Below, Below Zero right that's the one on Nat Geo
0: yeah Nat Wild I think okay so, so yeah. what's
1: the other thing just go ahead just do it just, <laughs> just tear my heart out just do it alright on,
0: on HBO Max there's a show <laughs> called warrior
1: i had i had talked about this show like a few episodes ago I'd be like oh it's a great show i fucking love it. it's awesome
0: here's the thing uh-huh. i'm not gonna knock it because look i mean it has 8.4 on imdb
1: as it should be higher higher
0: <laughs> i have a little bit of a problem with it because mm. i feel like it's a bit campy i feel like it's mm. a bit showy like it's not i don't feel like there's enough substance of story it's just you know, look at this badass woman. Mm-hmm. It has really great sex scenes though. Like sometimes Oof, those that are lacking.
1: And she gets pretty
2: hot.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like there's not enough substance for me to want to continue. It's just all show. And for mm-hmm. me, I'm I'm not always about that. Like I it's pretty, but I I need like an actual story.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I just don't feel like there's enough there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and when you told me about the show and you're like, Oh yeah, it's like a lot of people are comparing it to Peaky Blinders. Yeah. And I kind of see that. Then mm. Peaky Blinders though has more of a story to it. Mm. That's for me that's what makes it a little more interesting. However, halfway through their their run,
1: the Peaky Blinders? Yeah, they mm.
0: became more campy and then I couldn't watch it.
1: Ah, uh, Yeah, like like and I I will admit like I think like the first season of Warrior it Oh, okay.
0: And so far, by the way, I uh-huh. only have watched the first season. I haven't gotten to the second yeah. one yet.
1: See, that's the thing. In the second season, they kind of go more into like the story and the depth of the characters and stuff like that. Like especially like a couple of the characters, like their positions change in like society. Mm-hmm. Um, and they intru- they they, they kind of introduce a couple more new characters to kind of uh, for these for the for the characters from the previous season to like bounce off of and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I will admit that some of the first season was kind of campy. It didn't really bother me too much because I was just like, I was like all about it because it, you it, like it, the fight
0: it, scenes, it's, yeah,
1: as it's, it's bad as it's kung fu, and I and. um I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie seeing these Asian people like fuck up these white people. I'm just like I'm all about that. Let's just see that <laughs> shit. Um, but I, I honestly think that like the second season it gets way better because like the stakes are higher like the characters are like they're venttururing out into like a business that they shouldn't be doing and how it could like go tits up at any minute mm-hmm. um, and then especially like that season finale I was just like fuck it like I'm sorry, the second season finale was so upset because you know, there's no third season in the works right now. It mm-hmm. sucks ass. I uh, think
0: part of that has to do with the pandemic. I know that has. to...
1: Well, yeah, that that too. I'll probably say something some like
0: nobody's picked it up or whatever, yeah. and partially because you said no one's really looking at it. People like people don't really know about it because of where basically where it came from. Nobody's yeah. watching. It's that. a it's a lot of word of mouth now yeah. for
1: Warrior. Yeah,
0: I'm sure somebody will pick it up, but. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just not gonna know about it right away. Like we gotta wait yeah. for things to start picking up. Like, in general. In general, before they are like, oh yeah, let's buy this show. Yeah,
1: I saw. I, I do see that on IMDb. Like the popularity, it has picked up over time. Uh, it just keeps picking up like over and over and over. Mm. Um, like if there's like, like they don't like. I would love a. I would love a third season. But if they can't do a third season, at least give it like a finale movie like yeah. just a wrap everything because like I said that that season finale and it was just like
2: fuck
1: yeah like all that
0: shit I kind of wonder you're so gung-ho about this show mm-hmm is it just the kung fu that you like?
1: No, I like the character. I like the ca- like the guy. Uh, awesome. I like I like him. I like uh, what's the homeboy's name? Uh, Young you, Jun.
0: I think you say his name weird because when you told me about him, you called him awesome, I'm like, who names your character awesome? Yeah, because it's awesome. It's, it's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, awesome, not awesome.
1: He's awesome. <laughs> uh, I like uh, what's your name? Uh, uh, Olivia Chang. Olivia Chang, who plays all Toy. That's uh awesome sister um so that's pretty do- that's pretty cool and oh the girl who played my ling uh diana her name is diana dong my
0: ling is his sister
1: oh yeah i'm so sorry yeah 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 am uh, olivia chang is she's a toy she is the oh yeah she's the woman who works in the brothel she's the uh, the madam of the brothel that I like I like A Toy I too. like she's ooh, she's fucking badass. Yeah um and Oh, like one character, like they, one character that's kind of like no, it's kind of like goes away in the second season. Is he's from? Uh, I'm not gonna say who because it'd be kind of spoiling it. But like this, particular character kind of goes away f- in the second season, and it kind of it kind of gets a better because he's just he's he's this character seemed more of a distraction. I don't want to say who it is, but like. Mm. You might notice like if I go in a bit Borgia, you would be like, "Oh, I know what you're talking about." Yeah. Um I do love seeing uh I think his name is Joel uh Toslin. He was the dude who was like in the raid. He's like this super badass fucking like kung fu guy. Uh-huh. And seeing him in this in this show, I'm just like that dude just that dude needs to be more stuff.
0: So it makes me wonder if mm-hmm. if kung fu is not the only thing bringing you to this. Mm. Mm-hmm. Why you've been so adamantly against Peaky Blinders? Okay, here's
1: why, and I'm gonna kind of, I'm gonna go ahead and bring on my race card in this one. I really don't care to see. if they're Irish, right?
0: They're different. There's like Irish and Scottish or some shit. Like yeah. there, you know, there's like different. They also war within their own people. Just like there's always been. It's not always about black and white.
1: Yeah. See, I don't. I'm just. I don't really care to see these white people kind of going through like that era because like, I've, I've kind of seen that story before a hundred times and like other shows and other movies and stuff like that another reason why I, I like Warrior is because we get like the full on Asian perspective of, from, from, that, from that era but they're not just like it's not like they're just getting the shit kicked out, kicked out And they're like building their own thing they're like building Chinatown in like San Francisco you know, because mm-hmm. it was one of the first establishments in, in America around that time. So I like seeing these characters that are minorities. That's like these characters of like finding out who they are, where they came from, and like them properly defending themselves and then being like these badass characters. And I'm, I know Piggy Blinders is doing the same thing, but I'm just like, I don't really care to see like these white people doing that.
0: Okay. What? It's closed-minded.
1: It's not closed-minded if I've seen it like a thousand times. It's like You I'm, haven't
0: I'm, seen it done like that. Like... Every time someone comes out with an idea that you've had, and you're like, well, I can't do that anymore. And I try to tell you, like, there's different ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. And they're, like, you you can't just say it doesn't have any redeeming qualities past this and this Mm -hmm. because, you know, you've seen it before. Like, you haven't seen that before.
1: Okay. It has yet to catch my interest. Like, that's the thing. Warrior, I knew nothing of Warrior. I only kept seeing it post online about check this out, check this out. And I started watch, I watched like one hour of it. And I was like, all right, I'm going to stick with this show and stuck with it. Peaky Blinders, I like know the story. I like, you've told me about the story and everything. And like, none of that interests me. Okay. So.
0: Gotcha. Hey, you don't like stuff? You don't, you don't like pirates? <laughs> I know, I'm racist against pirates.
1: I know. You're all about them ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the last thing that is up uh, for I Try This, Not That, is uh, Kelsey and I both checked out uh, in, Invisible.
0: Invincible. Is that
1: invincible. They're invincible. Um, the new Amazon Prime uh, animated show uh, created by Robert Kirkman and Ryan. Uh, Otley. Otley.
0: And Corey Walker. Uh, okay,
1: and Corey Walker. Um, I've heard of the comic. I heard the comic was super violent. And then watched the first episode, it was like, oh, this is cool. I can dig this. Mm. And then that last five minutes was like, oh, shit. Okay. I'm yeah, totally
0: about this show. It was funny. I showed it to the girls. Uh, Cameron got so fucking angry at that last five minutes. <laughs> She's like, I hate him. Why did he do that? Blah, blah, blah. I would kick his butt. And I'm like, okay, Cameron. But yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other reasons I really like this show is like the cast. Um who's what's his name JK Simmons plays uh Omni-Man and I love the fact that Sandra Oh is it like they have these characters that are like Sandra oh is Asian and then the son is Asian and they actually got Asian actors and Asian uh Asian actors and Asian actresses like Sandra Oh plays the mother and Steven Yeun plays the son.
0: Um you know what's funny is hmm. that Omni-Man's eyes are kind of like shocking cuz they're evil. Well, sometimes JK Simmons' eyes can be like that too.
1: Yeah, and th- th- the funny thing is, like, I I totally picture J.K. Simmons as as Omni Man. Like, yeah. some of the bottom, just like, yeah, that's totally him. Mm-hmm. That's totally that. Ca- oh, I want I not say it's totally that character, but just like the look of it or something like that. Um, I there's one thing that like I'm really enjoying with the show is um, it's not, this is not a spoiler at all, but like the way how they, <laughs> the way how they show the the uh, the show like logo. Mm-hmm it would just be like yeah 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 yeah. maybe we can talk to dan and they'll show like invisible invincible and like that's
0: <laughs> it. i think it's funny because in the first um the first episode mm-hmm. they showed the title card like almost at the end yeah like they didn't show the title card at all until like they could use it mm-hmm like as they want to use it
1: yeah and i think it, it totally makes sense why they would use it because like they would show they show the title card and then they show like blood splatter on it you're like oh yeah i can see why they would do it right there <laughs> yeah um i love the fact that um they got zazzy beats on this show
2: mm-hmm.
1: um from my understanding her character amber bennett uh in the comics is a white woman with blonde hair oh and they got zazzy beats and the character actually kind of looks like zazzy beats yeah so i'm totally loving that um walter goggins is uh the cecil stemmen the guy who's like the nick fury of this world
0: the guy who i, was, I tried telling you in that one scene where they introduced him uh, when he's talking oh he's, he's like keep the, flashing see, white and yellow i don't yeah. know if you went back to like check it, that out
1: oh uh, no i haven't checked it out but i, I can totally see that happening <laughs> um i love here i love it when jason Man, jason manzica is this comedian who i I love hearing him talk because his voice is so like raspy. Mm-hmm. But like
0: you know who he is even if you don't see him. Oh yeah. But you absolutely. can only hear him.
1: Yeah, but it's so weird because like if you see Jason Manzucas and you see the character he played, which his name is his name is Rexplode, <laughs> you would Perfect. I know, right? You would not picture like that face goes with that character.
0: No. Like, at, <laughs> all. Like,
1: at all. at all. Um, Mark Hamill shows up a little bit. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Mark Hamill. Even Clancy Brown shows up. Seth Rogen plays like an alien that like uh, Invincible has to fight. John Ham has like small cameos like here and there, which I think is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: oh, and that one guy that I like plays the robot.
1: Oh, uh, Zachary Quintos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's the character's name is? Robot. <laughs> <laughs> um,. But yeah, I like I like I'm really I'm really digging this show. Uh I think they've only done, released like four episodes so far. Mm.
0: Um and I've only watched two when I already love it.
1: Yeah, from my understanding oh from my understanding it's like eight episodes. Uh I think yeah, I think I'm seeing it's gonna be like eight episodes this season. Um there's something else I want to mention mm-hmm. completely forget. Oh, another thing is I, I totally dig about it is normally like like a lot of these cartoon shows, especially like of this, they maybe like thirty minutes. If it's a, like streaming service, it's like thirty minutes straight. This every episode is like forty five minutes to like fifty minutes. I'm yeah. just and I love that because it just it feels like it gives us enough but not too much.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, per
1: episode. Um. So yeah, Kelsey and I are both like digging on the show. Like, I I think Amazon has like found their their um what's the word, niche, Mm -hmm. when it comes to, like, their superhero department. Yeah. um, They, if if they keep this up, they're going to do just fine. Like, they did with the boys. um, And with this, this is more like, oh, these are superheroes, but it's, like, violent superhero kind of cartoons. But, like, they have a perfect balance between, like, violence and, like, comedy. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't doesn't get dour or dark like a fucking DC film or anything like that.
0: It does kind of get dour and dark at Mm -hmm. moments. Yeah. But it's only like for me it's like earned it's not like yeah it's not just, just be dark for the sake of fucking people up mentally
1: let's brood just to brood yeah <laughs> so yeah it's, it, that is a absolutely great show to check out
0: Gemiatric cinematic of King Kong versus Godzilla.
3: A great Godzilla blazing a trail of terror to his Japanese homeland. Captain Water in the Conning Tower. Godzilla! Roaring defiance to the only enemy on earth strong enough to challenge him. The uncomfortable King Kong giant forever god of this South Sea's paradise, where sensuous faith offer themselves in ritual sacrifice to his brute embrace. Godzilla has a brain about this size. He is sheer brute force. While Kong is a thinking animal, his brain is considerably larger, about ten times the size of this gorilla's skull. Being instinctive rivals, there is no doubt that they will attempt to destroy one another. King Kong versus Godzilla, heading for their colossal collision, shattering every obstacle that stands between them in the most fantastic rampage of annihilation ever recorded on film. See King Kong stamp Tokyo into the ground, holding a beautiful girl in his grasp.
2: See
3: Godzilla destroy an entire army. See King Kong. Of a billion volts. But nothing, nobody can stop the great showdown when King Kong and Godzilla meet to fight for survival of the fittest. This film came out in
0: 1962, and the Synopsis is a newspaper and television station funded by a pharmaceutical company Want a Sensation, which happens to be the uh, the discovery of King Kong on an island. He is captured and brought to Japan, where he escapes from captivity and battles Godzilla. Directed by Ishiro uh, Honda, mm-hmm. and written by Shinichi Sekizawa. It stars lots of people with lots of very Asian names <laughs> yeah, that I can't you, pronounce. Yeah, and you, you probably don't... don't even know who they are.
1: <laughs> well, except for uh, Horo uh, Nakajima, who is the guy behind Godzilla. He wore Godzilla. The Godzilla. Godzilla.
0: Godzilla. The
1: Godzilla costume, I think, for years. I think that's one of the guys. Um So King Kong versus Godzilla, nineteen sixty-two, when Sci-Fi Channel wasn't a joke, um, they used to do a lot of Godzilla like marathons, like Kaiju marathons and stuff like that. And obviously, this is like one of them Mm -hmm. um, that I would like watch. It's (sighs) this was like this is kind of weird because it's like a really like an American. Like, American staple and a Japanese staple. And, like, they tried a balance of, like, comedy and, like, fear and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I remember, I do remember enjoying watching this a lot when I was, like, a kid. But what? the most important thing is, what did Kelsey think about it? It was a hard watch. It was a hard watch?
0: Mm. Like, oh, first yeah. of all, remember the one we watched a, a while ago?
1: Uh, Yeah, Uh, uh Ghidorah, King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah, yeah.
0: That one wasn't as hard. And when did that one yeah.
1: come out? Um, I know Kedor came out before Kong versus uh, Godzilla. Also, uh,
0: I feel like they recycled some of the characters or something.
1: Uh, Godzilla versus. No, no, no. That's not the one. That's nineteen ninety one. Uh, keep going. Keep going.
0: Um, yeah. So for me, it's a hard watch. Um, the story was almost like Fruits Basket. Mm-hmm. That anime where it's all high schoolers and they're all kind of stupid.
1: Uh, oh, okay, okay. You know
0: what I mean? Like, uh, it was just too, like...
1: Okay, Ghidorah came out in... Oh, it came after. Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster came out in 1964.
0: Okay, yeah. So okay. maybe they got a little better then. Um,
1: yeah, these, these kaiju films, they, like, fluctuate between, like, bad, good, and just, like, what the
3: fuck was any of this? I
0: mean, that was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And it did have some problems, but at least it wasn't, like, I can't follow it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, the subplot was, like too bad you know like this one was just bad
1: yeah like there was i think the movie if i remember correctly i think the movie is like an hour and maybe like 24 minutes or something
0: like that it felt like a two hour and 15 minute long
1: longer it really did and it like no lie king kong and godzilla do not even encounter each other until like an hour into it and even that fight, it's like, he throws rocks, Godzilla sets things on fire, and then King Kong leaves. No, he
0: throws trees. Tree, rock, tree, rock. <laughs> also, they recycled scenes a few times, and it was noticeable.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. This movie, it, it, ha- it has been known to like have that type of shit.
0: Um, the green screen thing was awful. Why was there a giant octopus? I don't understand.
1: This is This a kaiyu monster. Just one of them he has to fight okay yeah like the the i mean the copy the version that we saw wasn't a ideally wasn't like a, the greatest copy we found um i don't know if it could have been fixed there is like an uh criterion collection version of this movie and i don't know the quality of it i'd imagine it's like cleaned up a lot but i imagine they had to clean up a lot
0: why didn't we watch that one
1: <laughs> because i couldn't get a copy of that one
0: even though you have Criterion Collection? It,
1: it, not everything is streaming on Criterion Collection.
0: Oh, oh, trust me, I looked. I Trust me, I did look. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were just trying to torture me more.
1: No, no, no. I have other ways of doing that, like making you watch Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the movie's 97 minutes long, and you fucking feel every, every fucking minute of it.
0: Yeah. Um, there is way too much people in this one. They didn't mm. have a, a great... Why is a pharmaceutical company in charge of a TV station? Doesn't make any fucking sense. It was like they're like,
1: I don't know. That was, that to, was that didn't make any sense.
0: We're new to capitalism. This is how it works, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like you know what? Okay, I will. This is what I will admit. I did like the human the human element of the story because I like the uh, the two characters. Um, uh, let me see. Furu, let me see. Kensaburu Furu and Osama Sa, Sakia sakurai i think that's how you say it i actually did like those characters because they were a bit comedic however i had a heart of course this is like 60s japan so they didn't give, i mean they still they still kind of don't give a fuck now but there was some blackface going on in this movie and i was like what the
0: fuck i feel bad i didn't recognize it at first either
1: <laughs> i completely forgot that was like, an issue
0: you're like oh yeah they're i like how they're doing you know this whole blackface thing i'm like are they
1: yeah, and then you get a closer shot. Like, clearly they are Asian.
0: Well, it's funny because, like, for in my mind, mm. I wasn't paying close enough attention because not all Asians are light skinned either.
1: Yeah, I know. So, like, but, but, yeah, but this way you can, you can clearly see they got painted on.
0: Well, it's hard because the colors are weird too. Mm-hmm. But there was one scene where I could see the pink around the eye, yeah, and then I was like, okay, yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> so there's actually two versions of this movie. there's the American version, and the Japanese version. I think the American version is maybe about seven minutes shorter, but from i I don't remember what version I saw when I was a kid, um, but from what I heard, the American version is even more confusing.
0: Than, uh, I would the, believe that
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah um. So, yeah, we don't even get, like, an an hour. There's, like, an hour until, like, they show up. And there's even, like, another, what, additional, like, 20 minutes before, like, they do the big battle between King Kong and Godzilla. Um, And it
0: was short.
1: Yeah, it was short. I actually still kind of like that battle. Like, I don't know. I guess because, like, the cheapness of it, like, the Roger Corman level of, like, how bad it looks. I kind of liked it.
0: But I get that with the the other movie. Did it better. Because it was cheap and Uh, funny. Oh, the Ghidorah? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, I, mean, I mean,
0: it was the same level of cheap, but it was still like.
1: Well, you know, you know what this movie has that Ghidorah didn't have. Hmm. Got a King Kong sticking a tree in Godzilla's mouth. Psst, that's what this one had. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there is a.
0: Why is that a meme? Because it just
1: looks ridiculous. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Oh, okay. It's just ridiculous.
0: I mean, if <laughs> that sounds like how I would fight, like when I was little, <laughs> when uh, I was like eight. And I'd be fighting with the kids, mm. air quotes fighting. Mm. I would mostly just grab them by the arm and spin them around really fast so they fall on the ground.
1: <laughs> yeah okay so, um, so i'd be
0: sticking trees in people's mouths too like eh. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah he if you could like, up. <laughs> um, so the director of the original japanese version uh ishiro honda he wasn't very enthusiastic about kong fighting godzilla uh he disagreed with the studio a lot because they were trying to push a comedic tone to it they would send him notes saying please make it funnier instead of making a straight for a monster from hondo decided to frame the film permits as a critique of the tv industry which was causing controversy in japan due to over the top manner in which they wanted to get ratings i get a lot of that in this because there's there's the um the guy who owns the advertising
0: mr the guy, taco
1: yeah his character was like wild as fuck i'm just like very animated with like his facial expressions and being like all over the place like Re- like if honda didn't really want to have a com- comedic tone to it it sure had a comedic tone whenever he was around yeah the, the, ta- the taco guy was around yeah
0: um the
1: taco guy mm, <laughs> the ta- tacos mm. the taco guy what time is it damn okay,
0: i'm tacos now <laughs> <laughs> i want real tacos with you know onions and fucking oh, cilantro hell
1: yeah with the fucking radishes and shit like that that lemon mm, mm. okay sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> um so, what? Did, okay, so what did you <laughs> What did you think of the acting, if you can say anything?
0: I think I purged it. Did you really? I don't ah, remember ah, much ah. of it, because what I do remember are, uh, the, are, it's fucking high school anime bullshit. Yeah. So, no, I don't like it. Like, okay. Like, I'm more of a, I know Bleach is like, people kind of roll their eyes now, but it, like, when it first came out, like it was really fucking awesome right mm. and like i like the more serious stuff or the stuff that's like really fucking sci-fi you know with like monsters and like this whole world of like you know souls and whatever mm. even soul eater's not that bad to me
2: mm.
1: and then this one had
0: this one's like let's it's fucking fruits basket <laughs> damn i hate like I hate that show. For how macho my ex is, mm-hmm. I don't understand how he could like something like that.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know. I've never watched it, so I can't really.
0: You know, because you know what it's about.
1: Okay, I just pulled up a list. Right, this is an IMDb list. Someone had posted a list of like, uh, let me see the title of it. It said uh, Godzilla, Godzilla's best to worst movies. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's like so on the. T- <laughs> so on the top it's this movie called godzilla it's called godzilla final wars which i've heard about i heard that is like the best godzilla film right
0: but you never watched it i think i
1: did like like i said sci-fi would have granted there's like i think there's like over like 50 50 or 55 godzilla films so no Mm. i haven't seen like all of them um fucking noob <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> second godzilla watching movie um but like i know this list is bullshit because here's why here's why they have 1998 godzilla film the american one
0: and i know that's the one everyone fucking hates
1: that one is bullshit all the way look it's even it's even below uh what's it called Jesus Christ! He's even below. I, I, I just saw it: Godzilla versus Hidora, and I know that's a good movie. Uh huh. And right above it's King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what did you? What did you at least think of? Okay, let's go back to like the the green screen. What's oh. coming on of that? The green screen was so
2: atrocious.
0: <laughs> there was one time where the. I don't know what they were trying to do uh, but they had that giant octopus on the screen and it mm-hmm. was like moving away uh, but there were a, a mob of natives like standing in front of the screen and they weren't moving
1: yeah like the screen would move and they weren't moving it was like if they were moving like two plates of like of tvs or something like that you're just like wait what what's going on
0: <laughs> i don't know
1: um, I'm trying to find Like what's
0: worse, that or the Mannequins in Superman 2?
1: Oh shit. <laughs> oh
0: shit. I don't know what's I don't know. <laughs> Cuz one of them kind of like a book because they're so bad. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh I would probably give the Godzilla thing a pass uh, because of the technology of the time. Yeah. And not Superman 2, because in no way, shape, or form would using mannequins being blown around the city, that would never look authentic <laughs> in any way.
1: Um, I'm trying to find it. I can't see it. That 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 octopus creature, they actually have a, that is actually a, a kaiju with a certain name. Uh, let me see. Uh, keep talking.
0: It <laughs> sounded threatening when you said a kaiju with a certain name. I know a
1: kaiju with a certain name. We do not say his name. <laughs>
0: He has a certain set of skills.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, I can't see it.
0: You can't see it?
1: Oh, there's just a whole bunch.
0: (laughs) I found the whole story, too, about them going to the island to try to find Kong kind of confusing. Yeah, it was like, like... Like, I get capitalism and I get...
1: His name is Odaku. There you go. The giant oct the giant octopus kaiju created by Toa Studios. The first that appeared in Godzilla uh, King Kong vs Godzilla. Yeah, it's called a Udo- Udako. Mm. That's the, so that it's canon. It's a kaiju creature.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I just feel like like I get that it's capitalism and it's also like governments and military doing shit that they're not supposed to be doing. Mm. But like usually there's a reason for it. You mm. know like. They're, it's not just people being shitty to be shitty. Yeah. I don't know. It just... That didn't make sense either. Like, none of it made any fucking sense to me. Yeah, it was,
1: it was weird. It was just like, why were they going... Like, these two guys are going to capture this giant monkey that can easily, like, eat them. And, like, the way how like, they get around it was like, oh, we're going to give them a pack of cigarettes and introduce cancer to this group. <laughs> that, that should be... Oh, equal.
0: yeah. And a radio.
1: And a radio with a battery that will eventually die.:
0: Yeah.
1: Oh wow I, I just um, came up on this list of like the strongest and weakest uh, uh, Kaiju creatures. Mm-hmm. And right now I'm getting like fucking flashbacks of like, these movies. Like, there's like Destroya. I think Destroya is like the one I think Destroya is the one who um, really fucked up King Kong. Like, that's the one that King Kong, like, has a hard time battling against.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and there's like Space Godzilla. Yeah, Space Godzilla. That's pretty. That's kind of like the destroyer in a way. Uh, Space Godzilla is one of Godzilla's most powerful opponents. Is mutated clone from space. Um,
0: what was I gonna say?
1: Did you absolutely love this movie and Warrior and want to watch it as a combo?
0: Why? How did the pharmaceutical guy, Mister Taco, how did he know about those two guys going to King Kong?
1: He sent them to them.
0: He sent them? Yeah.
1: I know. See, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Some of it's kind of like confusing. You're just like, wait, why are they there? What happened? You how, did, kind of how
0: did he know about it, though? He sent them.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Like, Can't. it doesn't make any sense.
1: A lot of this movie doesn't make any sense.
0: And they didn't seem like they were just there, like, if you own a television company or whatever, or you mm-hmm. run one, like, yeah. Usually you're trying to stay out of it. You're just trying to film. You're not trying to, like, be a part of the thing.
1: Marketing trying to get that dollar.
0: what I guess
1: <laughs> so one thing I want to point out about this movie is it's it's really funny how King Kong is really seen as kind of like a a, a buffoon in this movie he's like like he kind of like gets his ass kicked a lot by Godzilla or he gets like knocked out pretty quickly like there's that part where like they release that gas and they play the drums and he's like just mm, fucking like falls asleep and mm-hmm. shit like that I think that I felt like that was, I felt like that was like you should have Honda kind of being like, yeah, fuck Americans, y'all lazy, y'all just like destroy shit and everything like <laughs> that. <laughs> um, and so there was, there's always been this huge debate about the end of the movie about who won because I remember because at the end of the movie, um, Godzilla and King Kong they like roll off a mountain, go to the ocean, and then like King Kong's the only one who likes, who appears from the ocean and like goes back to like Skull Island,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and there's no Godzilla, but you can hear like Godzilla like roaring in the background. So there's been like this huge debate that uh like who's won? Godzilla or King Kong? Um from what I read, the studio Toho was like, "Oh yeah, um King Kong won." Like that's <laughs> it. like, like Toho City was just like, "Yeah, King Kong won." That's it. Okay. <laughs> so there was so this movie actually became one of those popular films uh internationally in the original Go- Godzilla series and 19 in the 1990s, Toho and producer uh, Tomoyuki Tomoyuki Tanaka had planned to do a remake of mm-hmm. this movie, uh-huh. right? Um, however, the new owner of the RKO Library uh, and the un- underlining copyright Turner Entertainment wanted a license fee for use of King Kong that was too high for Toho. So Toho changed that shit around. He was like, "We'll just do Godzilla versus King Ghidorah again."
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Ghost in the Shell screenwriter uh, Katsuyone Ido has cited this film as inspiration for his work. That's pretty shocking to me. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I, I haven't shown you Ghost in the Shell, but like, I'll, if when I show you it, you'll be like, how is this like Godzilla?
2: Mm.
0: <laughs> or
1: Godzilla vs. King Kong? Um,
0: I think it's funny how I saw that um, the suit actor Suichi Hirose, um, mm. he didn't throw an empty suit, but actually threw it with Haru Nakajima inside oh
1: yeah I remember I commented on that I was like whoa he really chucked that dude
0: yeah and I guess it was Hirose's way of proving he was the stronger of the two and but the funny thing to me isn't so much that is that um, that there were like martial arts influences in the fight choreography Mm -hmm. and Nakajima practiced judo yeah. And he was given the opportunity to choreograph the fight. And it was the blandest fucking oh, fight. Oh, I know.
1: It was just like slap, slap, punch, punch, you know. I think the only time it got super duper physical is when King Kong like um got struck by lightning.
2: <laughs>
1: and he like got up and like pinned, and like he like that's the same when he threw godzilla to the ground mm-hmm. and he was just like wailing on him i was like oh now we're actually getting in a fight but most of the time it was like atomic atomic breath here's here's a rock here's, here's a tree here's a tree here's a tree in your mouth you know here's like a tail and then like roll down a hill into the water yeah the end
0: super fucking bland and boring <laughs> it had no seasoning
1: he's <laughs> <laughs> directed by a white guy um honestly I hope this is not turn you off from watching any more kaiju films because uh Criterion Collection, HBO Max, they have a pretty impressive lineup of like Kaiju films that I wanted to start showing you now.
0: It doesn't turn me off because mm-hmm. I know they're not all shit. And I did enjoy Godzilla and King Ghidorah.
1: Yeah, like this like this list I found, I really wanna start going through these films. Like there's Godzilla versus uh Biolenta. Uh, Godzilla, Mothra... This is the one I... I remember watching this one, too. Godzilla, Mothra, and King, King Ghidorah, giant monsters all, at, all out of attack. I remember that one being wild as fuck. Mm. Like, they were just going at it in that one.
0: The last time, when um when the last Godzilla movie came out,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: remember you were really into talking about Destroya. Like, you wanted to write a script or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because, like, like these Godzilla films, and And I get... I get what stu- the studios over here in America are trying to do. They're trying to build this universe, so they can't just go immediately to, do like, Destroya. Because Destroya is, like, built up over time. You know, it's... Um, because there's several movies where, like... like If I remember correctly, King Ghidorah uh, was brought by aliens. Mechagodzilla was created by aliens. Like, they're doing, like... They do a lot of alien angle. Because, like, the aliens are like, we want to destroy Earth, we want to take it over. But we got Godzilla constantly in the way. Um, there's even one... I think it's the monster's all-out attack is when... When um, the all the all the kaiju, they're just fucking up shit because they're under under the control of these aliens. But when you get like Destroya,
2: mm-hmm. it's
1: like, oh shit, guys, I was getting fucked up like yeah. constantly. And I would l- I would love to write a script where you introduce Destroya, but you got to build movies like getting to that character because yeah. that's like that's almost like your Thanos level baddie.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Um,
1: so all in all. Kelsey, I feel like I know your answer, but I gotta ask it. Does this hold up?
0: Yes.
2: No. Oh, I'm like. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh,
1: definitely not. I agree with you. It's it's funny. It, the only
0: reason to watch
1: it is just to laugh at it.
0: I couldn't even
1: though. You you probably need to like smoke
0: a, smoke something. <laughs> I wasn't high when we watched um, the other one yeah i know but but, but it, and that one was i could laugh at that one because uh, it was bad but it was like kind of good, good bad. bad
1: yeah well that's my fault i should have i should have made you smoke something before you watch this movie so you can leave <laughs> actually no it's that bad you probably would have fallen asleep it would have been like
0: <laughs> really i don't really fall asleep
1: i good know I, I know you were kind of checked out with this one
0: i was well, i was kind of checked out in general though that day
1: yeah uh, so yeah, I I have to agree. It obviously, it doesn't hold up. It's it has this like charm for being like kind of like cheap and shit like that, like that kind of like bad movie cheap charm to to me. Cause I like I like I actually like watching stuff like this. Cause I'm just I I like to laugh at it and just kind of just feel like oh wow these people like they really they tried their best to make this into like a f- a watchable movie.
0: Yeah, I disagree. Yeah. I I like I'm. I get where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because your I guess your level of watchability is different than mine. Yeah. So for me, this is like beyond the limit of what I can comfortably Hard, yeah. watch and be like, "Hey, I understand what they're trying to do."
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, not everybody has my has my uh level of uh prestige, you know, viewing skills.
0: You have a film degree.
1: I <laughs> Yo, know, I'm working on it, but I ain't gonna fucking like. Tod- I ain't gonna like slam it on a table like a dick or some shit like that. If why whenever not? I do
0: get, why? People with dicks do that all the time. So yeah, and they're
1: have- and they're dicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so. <laughs> That's it. All right. We're, we're all right. Uh, so we want to thank everybody for joining us on this week's episode of uh, the Real Appeal Podcast. Um, well, the what
0: podcast? You, like, ap- you said
1: the Real Appeal? I know. Real Appeal Podcast. <laughs> uh, we would like to thank uh, Your Entertainment Corner for hosting this uh, podcast on their website. Uh, for you know all your film news and TV news and reviews, uh, you can check out yourentertainmentcorner.com. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yourentertainment.com. dot that. It?
0: I feel like I get no, that No, it's YourEntertainmentCorner.com. <laughs> Your okay,
1: thank you. Yeah, YourEntertainmentCorner.com, uh, where my lovely co-host Kelsey Loisel uh, writes for now. Um, yeah,
0: me and Judy are going to go get coffee next... Not yeah. next weekend, but the weekend after. Yeah. yeah, you guys
1: don't like me. Whatever.
0: No, fuck you.
1: <laughs> so you can catch uh, this episode and all past episodes on all podcast catchers. We're on Spotify, uh, Pandora, Amazon... Verbal, verbal, <laughs> our own verbal, uh, Podbean, Apple, uh, don't forget to. You know like,
0: what's funny? Hmm. No one probably knows about that podcast, I know. right? I, oh, what, you did the the podcast catcher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if we keep making fun of like that, like that name because it's fun to say, and uh. like no one knows what it is, and they don't exist anymore because no one it didn't catch on. <laughs> <laughs> we're just like, yeah, we're on verbal, and everyone's like i know they what, went out what, of business like five years ago <laughs> oh, yeah. or like
1: what if what if like that's where we get most of our downloads on verbal like we have a huge <laughs> audience with them. um so yeah catch all, all our past episodes on all those podcast catchers um so you know we're back from our break this was uh, a pretty long episode but you know we had a lot to say and a lot to talk about um so next week should probably be a lot shorter um well, so, yeah
0: but we don't promise yeah, anything we don't
1: promise that um so next week uh, you, you're you going to want to join us because we are going to do our recent review on uh, Minari, uh, the Oscar nominated movie uh, starring uh, Steven Yeun. Uh, the film is available to rent on YouTube, Amazon, Google Play, or other VODs. Uh, and with that, we're going to do our geriatric cinematic, which will be uh, the Joy Luck Club, the uh, 1993 film. Uh, that is also available to rent on Amazon, Google Play, YouTube, and other VODs. Um, the topic for that week will be uh, America through the Asian experience. Um, I don't think I've seen the Joy I've seen bits and pieces of the Joy Luck Club. Um, and I've heard stories about it that, like, it was, like, a very prominent, like, film in, like, the Asian community. And then over time, like, they turned on it. Because I guess they there were so many issues with the movie or something like that. Hmm. Um, but Kelsey and I are going to watch it. And um, <clears throat> can't wait to talk about it.
0: You'll, we'll tell you. Hmm. In our not-Asian, you know, minds, if it's Asian or not. Okay. You know, since they had problems with it, mm. we'll let you know if they're valid or not.
1: You know what? Maybe we should get somebody on that
0: show. Judy.
1: I know. I was thinking about Maybe we can see if can get Judy on board to check it out. Or we can see if Elsie, uh, Elsie wants to talk about it.
0: Oh, I didn't know her. She was Asian at all. Yeah,
1: she's, like, part of Asian by... I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to like mischaracterize it or anything like that. But I. She. she's some of, of. I think she's of some Asian descent. Descent. Sorry. Descent. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you're gonna want to join us for that episode. Um. So yeah, that's about it. I want to thank y'all for joining us. Uh. Wear your mask. Wash your damn hands. The vaccine's coming out. People are getting the vaccine.
0: Get vaccinated. Get
1: vaccinated. Just do Still
0: it. socially distanced, so we don't get the variants. That, you yes. know, then we'll all be dealing with the shit every single fucking year, like the oh, flu. I know.
1: Oh, that th- they're opening up the theaters. Um, we might be getting our vaccine by like the middle of April. I just oh, I can't wait to get that shit. Hmm. i to be so happy. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be it for our show. I'm gonna bid you guys adieu. Um, however, I'll leave you guys off with a little story. Uh, so when I was in high school, senior year, maybe, I think it was senior year, something happened. There was a riot at my high school. Uh, I don't exactly remember what caused it to pop off, but there were people fighting each other, breaking shit, throwing shit around, trash cans and everything. It was just like, wow, there's a lot of shit going on. And my buddy and I. We were uh, just hanging out we, we, we didn't get involved We were just hanging out Just watching the chaos We were just like Oh shit This is crazy, right? And uh, Yeah, my buddy He like leaned into me He was like You think we should like get involved? You think we should do this? I was like No, no, man We should sit back We should sit back You could just sit back And watch the shit And he was like Damn And He must have just watched uh, King Kong versus Godzilla Cause he looked at me And he said Too bad We forgot to bring candy